Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 17th of June 2021. This is The Gap, episode 570. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurroy is here, and it's been a busy week. E3 has wrapped up. Uh, lots of game announcements, lots of game previews, news, all that sort of fun stuff. Lots. Uh, and some new games as well. Lots, though. What? Lots. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, there, there's lots. It's whether or not the stuff you're interested in it has any impact, right? Like... I've got this E3 recap page open. Oh yeah, which we we use as a resource like every year. Um, Everyone, if, if you don't know pages. about it, it's fucking fantastic. The person who makes it makes it is is a fucking legend. Uh, mm. Basically, they just collect every single uh, announcement over the the course of the week into one location, uh, and you can sort of just click and see all of the trailers. Uh, it's to see it yourself go to 2021.e3recap.com uh it's not yeah. exactly uh chronological but uh it's pretty pretty close well done. yeah it's pretty close um yeah uh so there's probably uh, this is eight pages long there's mm-hmm. what 80 announcements on each page so we'll go through each one single-handedly um review each of the things we saw are you happy with that yeah we'll probably be finished tomorrow easy Easy. Easy. Um, let's do it. Let's start off with the first one here. Anon. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Just, oh. just to clarify. So in 20, 2020, yeah. uh, there was 16 pages of announcements. That's weird because last year was... Last year was wasn't 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, lots... I say again, lots. Right. Was there? What happened last year? Was there any? Was it all digital? I think they just announced some stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, twenty eighteen only has one page, and twenty nineteen only has seven. So maybe, maybe this uh, is not the perfect uh, measurement system. <laughs> yeah um all right anyway that's all happening uh we're just joking we're gonna go through some stuff that we enjoyed but we'll do that a bit afterwards because we got some games to talk about oh, things we've been playing yeah yeah um what are we kicking off with dead by daylight i guess is the first one on the list here hang on before we um, do let's do tower yeah. ball why are you still playing tower ball you're currently playing tower ball yeah it's just open all the time I just leave it open. It's an idle game. That's what you do. Yeah, but like last time we spoke about it, which has to be three weeks ago. Yeah. You said you'd run out of shit to do. Then. They added more things to do. Oh my God. There's like extra levels that you can go and complete. And they, um, they upped the like damage multipliers and that sort of stuff. So I'm just... Uh, it's it's not like it's taking up my time. It just sits there, and every, you know, eight hours or so, I jump in and I hold a button down for five seconds, and that's about it. Right. Yeah. Engaging. It's an incremental day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Excellent. Well, that's terrible. Out of the way. Um, all right. All right. Uh, Dead by Daylight. Uh, yes. New update released. Sort of released. Some of it released, and then yep. they took it away again. It's uh, it's still running. Uh, they took away the map, right? Um, which is the 
free thing that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, everyone gets. Uh, so this is Dead by Daylight Resident Evil chapter, mm-hmm. um, which puts in a new killer, Nemesis, um, and two new survivors, Leon and is it Jill? Jill Valentine? Yep. Um, uh, Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical four-player or five-player um, multiplayer game for survivors completing generators in a map, one killer chasing them and hunting them, and everybody has objectives uh, to do while this is going on. Uh, each killer, each survivor has their own perks um, that they use to sort of work their way around the map and do different things. And so this Resident Evil update has added uh, a couple of different changes as well as a new map, uh, which, as Job mentioned, isn't working at the moment. So they ran into some issues with the console version of the game. Um, it was crashing. Yep. So they've just disabled it for the meantime. Uh, it was crashing to some people. So they've disabled it at this stage. Um, not sure when it's coming back. But, yeah, I mean, the the killer's in there, the survivor's in there. Games seems to be doing pretty well. Like, they broke their um, concurrent player base records on Steam yesterday. Awesome. At 90, I think it was 96 or 97,000 players. Um, so that's pretty good. And uh, I've been playing a bunch of it, like, stacks and stacks of running around with nemesis getting to like learn him a bit more um so basically is a recap of his powers he has a tentacle that he can lash out at people sort of like a whip um, when he hits them with that it infects the player uh, survivors with the t-virus um which glows like a, a it makes them glow like a blue color it also sh- shows their portrait on the screen as blue as for being infected and then any other time that he uses his whip um, while they're infected they take damage uh, and so that's his special power and um, he can also M1 which will just punch them in the face so you've got the option to either use the whip which has a bit of range to it not not a whole lot of range but there's a little bit of um, you know sort of distance that you can close on other players or you can punch them and uh, when they're when, when he infects a player they are able to vaccinate themselves with these crates that are throughout the map. I think there's five by default. Um, If they do vaccinate themselves, they lose that T-virus. But it also shows the killer where where that player is for about four or five seconds using one of the other games mechanics that it's got. Uh, While this is happening, the the map as Nemesis has two zombies roaming around the map. And if you are hit by a zombie, you are infected by the T-virus. If you're already infected by the T-virus, then you take damage. Uh, the zombies are a little bit sort of slow moving, um, but they can cause issues for, for like, if you're not aware of where these things are, because um, they'll sort of block your path or uh, try and throw you off a little bit. And so it's a, it's a really fun um, mechanic in there. Obviously, if someone knows what they're sort of doing, they can work their way around it but they just throw it just throws like another layer of uncertainty or like i've had ish, i've had games where i've gone around a corner and there's just been a zombie standing like right next to the door and i've been hit by it and scared the f- fucking crap out of me <laughs> um so like that's the sort of tension that you want being brought into the game uh, i have seen people complaining about like like it's sort of rng based like there's sometimes nothing a survivor can do to sort of combat them like if there's something in the way of you and you're in a hallway it's sort of like there's really nothing i can do here i just have to take the hit um but that's just the nature of how he plays he's not a 
Nemesis is not a strong. Um, is it killer. not like it's sort of like mid to lower tier? Is yeah, isn't isn't it sort of just trap meta type shit? Um, right, like if, if I mean, it isn't the same. It's the same case if you like were to run down a hallway and yeah. you had the trapper behind you and he'd already put a trap down in front of you. This is mm. not the same fucking logic there? Sort of. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The The difference between that is that the trapper has done something to re- reward them that kill, right? They've put that trap right. in that it's hallway on specific purpose. specific skill player. Yeah, whereas this is just a random thing that's happened. Yeah. There, There is a little bit, from what I understand, uh, I haven't messed around with it but from from what i gather if if you as nemesis um hit a zombie with your uh, whip you increase on your power yeah um he's got three tier levels and also if you hit other players with your whip uh tentacle I keep calling it a whip it's, it's basically a whip um you in- increase your your skill power uh le- level two makes you uh able to break uh barricades or um pallets and level three allows you to do the same, but with a bit extra reach as well. And so um, there's a bit of strategy involved in, do I kill this zombie and have them respawn again? It takes about 30, I think it's 30 seconds by default. Um, or do I let this zombie roam around? So at the start of the game, maybe it's a good idea. If, if like this zombie is an area that you think you don't really want to pressure or it's not really worth it, then you can sort of like eat that zombie, like kill it, You'll get some power from it and whatnot. Um, so the thing that I've heard is that if you punch the zombie, it will respawn in a different spot that's near an objective. Like, oh, and I okay. think if you whip it, it'll kill it and it'll respawn back in its same spot. Um, it's I haven't played around with that, but right. that so there is might a little be some skill less play random. In there, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's obviously... The, people have their own preferences on killers they want to face um and there's different tiers of who's sort of like eight west tier and you know all the way down i just think he's a fun like he's not i don't think he's a powerful like yeah i think they buffed him um they did buff him for the uh from the ptb which is the test server which i talked about a couple weeks back um to this point so they've given him a, a bit of buff but uh he's still pretty like i think he's still a bit he, he's balanced he's 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 fun to play like what makes um, him underpowered I, like him. I don't understand because it feels it seems to me like you know obviously watching you play is never a good fucking measure of how good a killer is because <laughs> you're the killer master but uh like yeah it seemed to me like he was able to get fucking loads of information uh had loads of fucking yeah. different ways to get kills like he just seemed like he had a lot of opportunities and yeah, I just don't understand, quite understand what makes him underpowered. Right. In in higher um, ranked games, the killers that are uh, considered more powerful or, or like stronger heroes to use, which are generally like the harder ones to use, yeah. are the ones with the higher mobility. Right. So like Spirit, who's able to... Um, go turn into like a ghost form move around really quickly she can't see anybody though um but she's got high mobility uh freddy krueger who is able to teleport around the map to generators high mobility um 
uh, like characters that are a bit quicker right. and are able to move around um, and while still doing a lot of damage are generally the ones considered like nurse who can yeah. teleport around the map um, they just take they take more skill to be able to nail yeah um, but if you do they're like extremely lethal whereas nemesis he's he's like a default speed he's like 115 milliseconds I think he, I think that's I think he's 115 percent yeah um, he's got a b- bit of reach on him but you if you know what you're doing you can loop the guy and you yeah. sort of have to stay clear of um, narrow areas because his his tentacle you've really got to land it like the hitbox in that thing is it's tough oh, okay and so you want to aim you want to try and force them towards windows or pallets right or like where, where small hallways predicted like mm. movement yeah okay yeah 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 um he's got a bit of like um you can use his zombies to determine where people are because they you can see his zombies at all time and so if you see a zombie chasing someone from their aura you know there's someone over there so he can't get there super quick but at least he's got information to gather from that as opposed yeah. to other killers who just really don't have that information on them unless they're running specific perks so so he'd be um, like mid-tier i guess then i think he's i think he's somewhere in the middle yeah. um middle to lower uh, but i just think he's really fun to play yeah. just because of the pure the, the the like messing around with the zombies that are around that could, sort of adds that extra bit of uncertainty for the um for the survivors because they'll be like you'll see it you'll pick up a, a, a dead player from the ground and you'll see a zombie over near a hook and you're like fuck it i'm just gonna put this this player on this hook mm. and the zombie can just face camp this dude <laughs> just like mind games like that or yeah. like if you're um you know you're trying to stop a generator from being completed and there's a zombie nearby you kind of know that you can leave and unless they they have a flashlight to stun the zombie um you're gonna know they come back as you'll be able to see it. and so there's like bits and pieces about that sort of play style that i really uh, i think is a lot of fun um, yeah where's to play with him where's pyramid head rank i play a lot of him I uh, fucking, i'm not very good my, with him he's my favorite fucking killer <laughs> he's the only one i ever play although i'll obviously yeah. give nemesis a punt when they bring uh raccoon city pd back into the fold I just don't want to play it mm. until I can play the new map. I, like, I don't know. Yeah, you might get a bit angry with this map. I told you, it's like massive. It's so big. Yeah. It has to be. The, it's the biggest map they put in. It's, it's way too big. It right. should be split in half. Right. But, Fuck no. Um, yeah. Pyramid Head is one of those. I, I do like playing him, mm. but if you get a team that knows what they're doing, like I just get sl- smashed sometimes like because mm. I'm just not very good at aiming that. Um, oh yeah yeah the fucking the sweep thing sweep move yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway so yeah right um uh, yeah cool and what about the uh there's two new survivors as well and they've i remember when you were playing on the pest uh the ptb or whatever it is um they um it seemed like they had actually fun. semi-offensive tools in their arsenal yeah is yeah, that- so they both have traps, I guess you'd call them. Yeah. Um, Leon has a flash grenade that he can create, a craft. Uh, basically, after you complete a certain percentage of a generator, you can then walk into a locker, uh, craft the flash grenade, and it, and it behaves as an item. So you can use that or you can give it to somebody else, but essentially you, uh, you prime the grenade, he throws it on the ground, 
and after just a couple of seconds it explodes if it manages to to get in the play of the uh, killer's vision it'll blind them for a couple of seconds and it'll also um cause them not to be able to hear for a couple of seconds so i've had a i've had some good fun with that um uh managed to get a couple of good flash grenades off in the killer's faces which has been really fun you can also use it to like if the killer has somebody on their shoulders they're carrying them to the hook you can oh, yeah. use it to so it's sort of like a, a flashlight Plus or a, done, um, yeah. the firecrackers sort mm. of thing um and then jill has a trap which works pretty similar to to leon if she does a certain percentage of a generator um she can basically arm the generator with a trap and if a killer walks across and tries to kick it which will start regressing the generator i think it's a 30 second timer Mm. um so within that 30 seconds if a killer comes across and kicks it it'll stun them and blind them for it's pretty long it feels like three or four seconds i haven't looked it up um but after that happens it sort of um you have to kick the generator again so the generator kicking doesn't complete it stuns and blinds you and then you're like fuck now i've got to kick it again so it wastes a couple of seconds yeah, like like seven seconds for you right? to do it what is it like one and a half yeah. for the kick and then the three seconds stun, and then one and a half again so six seconds yeah, yeah it seems pretty long but that's there's that wristing right there's a chance that the killer doesn't kick it maybe they chase you or something like that sure so um but they've got a couple other perks in there that are, are fun i just think it's a solid update it's yeah it's some um some good stuff in there that seems to be like i'm playing most most of my games have been killer and uh it's it's leon and jill pretty much every match yesterday if yeah. i'm playing around with him and all that sort of stuff i jumped into some survivor played some um uh leon i haven't played any jill yet i'm sort of leveling up leon at this stage i'm like 40 levels in it i think at this point right. um and he uh most of my matches i'd say like 95 percent of my matches were against nemesis yeah so that was yeah i played like one nurse or something like that um <laughs> and a huntress but people are seem to be having fun with it yeah awesome which is cool yeah um want to yeah i want to play this map again this this new map so i really want to play it more. yeah but they they just been having like problems with Apparently, I, I don't know if it's games related were crashing to when they were loading in or something is what the update said about why they were yeah. reading it and i don't i don't know if they do a ptb on consoles or if it's just oh, pc okay. so i don't know if that's why they didn't pick it up right. um but the other thing they had problems with to, today was it's an update right so it would have had to go through cert yeah for the console so surely Surely that wouldn't be it. Surely it's yeah, not consoles. It's some fucking it could be. potato ass trying to play on his Samsung's smart fridge. And he's like, oh, it crashes my fridge every time I load into the new big map. Mm, the yeah. biggest map in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is. Um, there was some problems with oh, matchmaking today. <laughs> which they, um, which I think they've now fixed. But otherwise, I think it just comes down to it's just such a big update that they've just at least they've been on it like they they rewarded people with a bunch of blood points yesterday yeah um which is cool blood points are how you level up for anyone who is wondering uh 300,000 is about i don't know between six and ten levels uh 
because it gets more expensive the further mm. into the web you get. But uh, yeah, and the most the most blood points you can get in a match is thirty two hundred. Right. So it's quite a few matches. Thirty two hundred. Thirty two thousand. Yeah, thirty two thousand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lot. Um. So yeah. Uh, it's good. I'm gonna check it out more. Hopefully, they bring the new map back soon. Otherwise, I'll just cave and fucking play it. But the Steam Summer Game Festival is on now, so there's a fucking ton of demos out. That mm. uh, uh, I'm keen to. Well, check you, out. yeah, sorry, Dead by Daylight's on sale as well. People want to check it out. Right, it's forty percent off at this stage. Um, and I think it's also forty percent off all of the previous chapters. So it's a pretty good deal. I feel like I saw something. Um, I think it's like 14 bucks on Steam, Dead by Daylight. It might be less. Anyway, it's pretty cheap if you haven't played it. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Uh, and they got that new tutorial system in there as well, which I played. You can get easy easy blood points for that. Right. It's like 200,000 blood points or something. Yeah, about 200,000 if you complete them all. Yeah, right. Nice. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Steam uh, Next. Steam Next, is that what it's called? Steam Next Festival, yeah. A uh, bunch yeah. of demos, so you can uh, check out, you know, uh, some upcoming games and stuff. I've only managed to check out one so far, mm-hmm. although I did check out a bunch of because Xbox is doing their own little sort of thing as well. Um, so uh, I managed to check out on Steam. I managed to check out uh, Police Shootouts, which is unbelievably trash it is of the uh, um of the genre of those uh you know you know the there's a group of uh developers from um eastern europe who are churning mm. out over and over again just non-stop these simulator games and it'll be like thief simulator or border police simulator or like thief simulator hey I thief like simulator was trash or what about like, Power Wash Simulator? Power Wash Simulator is of a different... This is the, certainly similar. I did play a game like Power... On, on the Xbox, I played Lord Mower Simulator, and that gave me oh. extreme Oof. Power Wash Simulator vibes. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, these these other simulators, these are, the, the, these are the, like slice of life simulators that you just keep seeing more and more of. Uh, and they're always fucking like barely put together and like just these the same generic models over and over and over again probably like you know straight from the asset store and whatnot and um yeah you you check these games out um they all play basically the same and none of them are particularly good uh but evidently they must sell more than they cost to make uh because they keep making more and more of them and um yeah police shootout is of that of that vibe without Mm -hmm. being from that same group uh and instead of being real time because there is a police simulator i believe um police shootout is turn based but first person okay. a first person shooter that's turn based and so you like 
look around and you mouse at like cover that you want to move behind and that costs you three action points and then you aim and you shoot and it rolls some fucking dice even though you're, it's a first person shooter and you're literally aiming at a motherfucker and you shrink the circle over the cunt and then it fucking rolls some dice and it's like oh you fucking missed and you're like I fucking what? no I fucking didn't fucking roll roll it back motherfucker let's try this again and then you you miss again and it's just a it's just trash it's absolutely fucking garbage i cannot believe this like uh, why why would you do this why is this a free demo why is this a, i'm so angry at this free demo um anyway i am angry at this free demo so uh, yeah um, so I, I've only played that one so far cause it kicked off this morning. Um, but I did yep. play some games in the Xbox, uh, demo list. And the first thing mm-hmm. I want to say is the Xbox demo situation is such a pain in the fucking crotch to get anything out of in, in the, in the steam next fest, you just click on the thing at the top and it's got everything like sorted into like different categories and it's very easy to find and blah 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 and you're like oh well i'll just you know that's how i found police shootout i was looking for cool shooters to play um shooter demos and uh and police shootout looked just goofy enough to be interesting and uh yeah no that's not the case on the xbox for some reason right i I suppose the same team behind the microsoft store has uh has gotten the mitts on the xbox store but to find anything you either have to search for the name of whatever it is you're trying to play uh which Hmm. is clunky and awful or you can search demos and then just go through every single demo that they have ever put up on the xbox store trying to find anything from the list of games that exists um so uh, I had to I had to have the list of the forty games that they've, they're demoing. I had to have that on one screen and then like keep referring back to the other screen. But it was it was annoying. Anyway, um, I played. Let's see what I what what did I play. I played uh, Sable, uh, sort of open worlds. Gave me some um, journey vibes a little bit, but a little bit more structured. Um, pretty cool worth checking out that's on the steam um demo as well mm-hmm. lord mowing simulator um sadly i am too vibrant a person to find too much joy in playing lawn mowers simulator but uh seemed like exactly the sort of game that you might enjoy if you enjoy power wash simulator um i bought it i already bought it yeah nice um yeah Death Trap Dungeon, The Golden Room. Uh, I don't know if you ever read the Death Trap Dungeon books or... No, they were part of like a series, a different... Like it was it was part of a series not called Death Trap Dungeon. Uh, Fighting Fantasy. Uh, did you ever read the Fighting Fantasy books growing up? No, no. It was like, um, it was like a choose-your-own-adventure mixed with a tabletop rpg like a solo tabletop rpg you needed dice and like a pencil and you'd like gain stats and all that kind of stuff and you'd go through these uh these books and uh keep notes on your character sheet and then refer back to it 
uh, to see how you went in these scenarios as they were written in the book. Fucking awesome books. Um, yeah, like probably, you know, how I talk about in in, in uh, how board games uh, uh, try to do things that video games do, and then it winds up like you know, fucking Gloomhaven, right? Gloomhaven, in my opinion's biggest fault is that. Uh, and, and its biggest biggest strength and biggest weakness is that it, it reminds me of a video game. Um, and it's its biggest strength because it's trying to do so much and it's phenomenal in the amount of stuff it's trying to do and it's its biggest weakness because all I can think of while playing it is if like even a fucking fraction of this was fucking automated, this would be mm. so much less of a cunt to play. Uh, I would want to play it so much more. Um, anyway, like, why is this even a board game? <laughs> why not? Right. Like, a lot of designers in board games is sometimes video game designers as well. And you're like, yeah. why is this? Why not just, oh, anyway. let's just skip ahead to the, well, there is a Gloomhaven uh, digital adaptation. And I, and I haven't yeah. played it yet. I do own it, but I haven't played it yet. And I assume it's got to be fucking way more, like, way easier to deal with. Um mm. So anyway, uh, yeah, Death Rat Dungeon uh, is is one of these fighting fantasy books. Uh, this one is turned into a full motion video uh, game, um, and I didn't love it, um, but I'd be intrigued to check out more of it. Uh, you sort of it didn't really have what I remembered from fighting fantasy games. It was very much more very like. Uh, binary in its choices will you help this guy or can he fuck off uh will you like answer this riddle um that sort of thing and it had hard like they were almost like quick time events uh because first you only had a certain amount of time to answer them and second um if you failed uh you were hard reset and i don't know if that's just for the demo or if that's the permanent plan but like if you chose incorrectly and that that didn't feel very good to me um, because I, I remember these books, they were definitely there were definitely hard fail states in the books. Um, but at the same time, you could make choices that were optimal or less optimal, and um, and that was a big part of the appeal, you know, um, or at least as I recall them. Uh, so yeah, this didn't really have that vibe to me, but it was pretty cool. Uh, the the chick um playing the main character had this like uh real like sarcastic vibe to her that I thought was pretty um I don't know pretty entertaining um sort of exactly where I was at vibe wise uh playing this game um what else was there there was death trash which is sort of like a Real-time Fallout, uh, in a, like, but not like Fallout 3 or whatever, right? All you kids like out there. Fallout. Yeah, all you kids out there need to need to know that uh, once upon a time, Fallout was a top-down isometric fucking RPG. Um, and this is, is along those vibes. Uh, it's got that, you know, D-make, D-make pixelated art vibe mm. and horror themes, you know, fleshy beasts, um... There was like a, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a, a 
flesh kraken or something that's sort of just hanging out and wants to be your friend and uh, all these kinds of things. You roll around, there's like mutants to fight and people to help or talk to or hinder or whatever and quests to do and loot to find. And it's got, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I'm very interested. Um, so yeah, that's probably my pick so far. That's on the Steam Next Fest as well. So you can play that on Steam. Uh, um, so yeah, you don't have to play that on Xbox, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've, those are the demos I've played so far. Um, I feel like there was one more, but I can't remember what it was, uh, which is probably pretty telling, you know, if I can't remember. Yep. Guess it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's what I've played out of the demos so far. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if people want to check out the uh, the Steam Next Fest that's going on for the next uh, about week, mm. and um, it's basically just upcoming games where you can play a bunch of demos that people have created and see whether or not you want to uh, wish list it. I guess that's the main purpose of this thing. Um, yep. And uh, yeah. yeah, the Summer Game Fest goes for about the same amount of time mm-hmm. so yeah yeah uh, awesome have a squeeze all right let's keep going here what do you got next chivalry 2 still playing this i honestly think chivalry 2 is bad like bad uh it's got an 85 on metacritic and it should not it should have a 65 at fucking best uh 65 because i know someone's gonna fucking give it a nine but most of these fucking scores should be like around a six and my score would probably be sub five. Um, I just don't. I don't think it's well made at all. Uh, and that doesn't like even ignoring the fact that I think, um, I think the concept like I, I from a at a, at a core level, I believe that the choppy choppy first person stabber slasher whatever the fuck you want to call it i believe that as a game does not uh lend itself well to the sort of scale of battle that they want to have in chivalry uh ignoring my pitch for hell let loose slash mordhow from last week uh, on a fundamental level, Chivalry 2 has so much fucking wrong with it. Absolutely abysmal. You cannot have a fucking game that is all about, like, literally collision detection between your fucking weapon and a person. You can't have a game like that and then have wonky collision detection. That's the entire fucking game, right? That's the fucking core of it. And I've been, like, suspicious that this was happening for fucking ages, but I didn't want to fucking like snap my hands around it. this is not this is not a conspiracy this is <laughs> this is Joe game critic who has been fucking holding holding back judgment for a little while just because I'm not I, I haven't been playing it for review and I haven't been directly analyzing it um and I think it's easy to have fun when you're playing with fun people um but uh I've had enough of it. Um, right. I'm so is it a bad game? Yeah, it's a bad game. So it's not a six? No, that's what I was saying. I was saying oh. it would probably get... It sh- should have gotten a six, 
right, right. from the people who gave it fucking nines and whatnot. One person mm-hmm. would have given it a nine anyway. Most people should have given it a six. I would have given it a sub five. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's bad. Like the amount of fucking issues I've had, uh, server issues, like constant server issues, constant fucking desync lag, poor connection warnings when in the when you press tab. Apparently, I've got a ping of zero. Um, like non-stop collision detection errors. Like literally non-stop collision detection errors. Just fucking all over the fucking place. The amount of times you will hit, you, you get like, it'll tell you when you've done damage. And it tells you if you've committed friendly fire, a friendly fire incident when you've hit a teammate. And the amount of times you will hit a teammate because you're in the fucking fray and it will register the collision with the fucking teammate who's standing fucking behind you. It'll register that and then it won't register the fucking hits in front of you. But the swords, like the fucking hit still goes through. They they maintain the animation because the animation is important for the way that like you, that, like each player engages in their fight. I've had like animations not occur people hitting me while they're not facing me like enemies hitting me while they're not facing me uh like you can't fucking trust anything you see you can't trust anything you do you can't trust the fucking network or the servers you can't trust fucking anything in this game uh and that does like that's core shit that is maybe they should have had a fucking beta for this game oh wait they did they had mm-hmm. closed alpha. They had open beta. Sorry, closed beta, open beta. None of this, right? The open beta and closed beta were pure marketing exercises, which obviously we're used to at this yeah. point, but like still uh, not good when your game has this many fucking issues. And yeah, it's just fucking frustrating, man. Like then you, then you, there's the... Like that's that's the that's the fucking nugget at the that's the heart of chivalry. The heart of it is withered and rotten, and then you go outside of it, right? And it looks fun, and you can have fun, and it's possible to have a good time when you're fucking about. Uh, and if you're trying to play it like it's a objective-based team game. It is simply a purely frustrating experience because you, like I've said before, you can't actually get any of the fights that the game is sort of designed to to enable. Instead, all you get are these R1 spam slash left mouse button clicking spamming like bash fests, these swarms, because there's no way for the game to enable a 1v1 uh, combat. And and it hides this behind this concept of realism, except it doesn't take into account the fact that, like, realism is ultimately, right, realism holds no meaning in a game where you respawn in fucking seven seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, the fucking premium strategy 
in Chivalry 2, and this is how I, like like I was saying the other day, the attacking team cannot lose, right? Or they have lost. I've seen them lose multiple times, right? And it's always because literally nobody on the attacking team will get on the objective, will do the objective. But if literally, like literally, and I'm saying literally a lot, and I, I realize it now, but it's too late. If a single person does objectives on, on the attacking team, the attacking team will win every fucking time, right? I'm like, short of some sort of fucking sweaty spaghetti clan 20 stacking uh, on the defensive side and then playing fully coordinated or some shit, right? Against a, against a bunch of pugs, the attacking team, like just one person needs to do the objective because like, first of all, they're far too easy to complete. Second of all, the act of completing the objective is enough. Like when you think about like the, you know, the core concept of fucking the cavalry charge, right? Uh, what ter- what made the cavalry charge, the, you know, the horses so devastating to uh, combat, right? Uh, in like when, when they introduced it uh, on mass was the fact that, Sudden, like you couldn't necessarily stop these horses from getting through, and once a horse got through, you didn't have a front line anymore, and all of battle, all of the fighting was based around the concept of you're going to be fighting the people who are fucking standing in front of you and just fucking swing or stab or whatever the fuck at the person in front of you but once a cav once horses get through that fucking line and obviously being trampled to death isn't that much fun either but once horses get through that line it's fucking done man like it's over right and so right if you're gonna respawn in seven seconds literally all you need to do and i said it again i just noticed uh is run past you don't find anyone you run towards the objective and what will happen is a number of people will turn around and try to stop you from getting to the objective, right? That's what they're supposed to do. 100%. That's what they're supposed to do. But what it does is it drags a number of people away from the front line and it creates uh, a imbalance and it allows your team to push forward. The defensive team doesn't have the same opportunity, right? They don't have the same ability to renegotiate the front line because the attacking team gets to dictate the the terms of the the combat right they get to dictate they get to say where the fight is going to take place based yeah. on the fact that they are attacking and ideally the fight and the, and will the take place the checkpoint is so like yeah short right like for the yeah and until they're literally uh I did it again. Uh, until they're on the fucking objective, uh, at the end of the objective, the spawn point for the attacking team is fucking right there. So you, you trying to bust through the uh, the attacking team's wall does absolutely nothing. Maybe you kill an archer. It doesn't fucking matter. But you doing it to the defensive team, unbelievably disruptive. Uh, impossible to fucking do anything about. Eventually, unless you send uh, specifically, uh, I nearly did it, uh, one person to go deal with the one person who broke through and yeah, you get that jewel. But 
that never happens. First of all, the coordination doesn't exist. There's no such thing as leadership in a fucking uh, pug uh, medieval game. I have no idea how they figured out this map balance, but it it just doesn't work. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's... Those are maps where you have to push a cart somewhere, right? Forget that shit. If you actually need to, like... Uh, if, if all the attacking team needs to do is destroy something, that one person cannot be stopped from doing it. You can't. Everything you do to try to stop it will be for naught because it's, in, like, it's inevitable. They will inevitably complete their objective just by running up and hitting it once. Running up and throwing one fucking fire thing on a on a village uh, hut and then dying, it doesn't matter. They do it again. They can do that over and over again because you know the the time frames for these fucking rounds are way too long. It's just so poorly designed from like at every fucking level. The only thing that it has really going for it is the art design, in my opinion. It's, yeah. Very yeah, it's good looking game. It's very good looking uh, and visually distinct. And yeah, even even then, like the amount of bugs you wind up with, the amount of times of like the starting, every fucking, every round starts with some dickhead yelling about the, you know, oh, Agatha will not pay any more taxes. And like, that's, Fucking 15 seconds at the start of every round. You're like, come, I'm here to swing a fucking sword a bunch. Shut the fuck up. Nobody gives a fuck, okay? Nobody, like, you haven't told any other story except that one team doesn't want to pay taxes. Why the fuck are you pushing this on us? Um, But the amount of times the person doing the yelling hasn't had a head or his clothes have been rendering in while I'm fucking standing there and shit, like, Yikes. Anyway, fuck Chivalry 2. All right. There you mm. go. Mm. That's it. That's it. Um, let's get going here then. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. This is the new uh, update that's just hit, no. I'm assuming. No. No. All right. No. Fair enough. Old uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Old Rainbow Six Siege. Um, no, when does that update hit? Isn't it out now? I thought I've seen people putting benchmarks up for like the new DLSS. Well, no, we were playing. People seem to that. think it's using DLSS 2.2, uh, 2. is it? And it's 2. like really 2. good. Cool. Um, um, yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, no, we haven't checked that out yet. Uh, me and Johnny Bravo were playing uh, earlier this week before the update, I suppose. Uh, we were already getting, we were already like, the one of the first things we noticed is how many fucking frames we're getting out of this game. It's just really fucking well polished like they've fucking done such a killer job on making sure there's just very little reason for you to be dropping frames uh which is fantastic uh so yeah just fucking kicking it out of the park it still looks fine i don't you know it doesn't look fantastic seven year old game right yeah exactly it's yeah six years old um but it still looks fine and everything is very clear as to what you're looking at and which is important in a very sweaty competitive shooter and 
yeah, we're just mm-hmm. playing around, having fun. Um, one of the things we noticed is, except for the very last match, uh, which was on plane, which is always a shit show, um, we were just playing casuals. But one of the things we noticed was that we were top fragging one and two every single game. And by one and two, I mean I was one and JB was two, and he knows this to be true, but he's going to fucking... He's going to try and say that, oh, one round, I was about... No, shut up, JB. I was better. I was better. I was the best. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> It was uh, it was good fun, but yeah, one of the, like there's skill based matchmaking, and I think it did a good job in analyzing that neither of us had played in a little while, and so it didn't put us into sweaty spaghetti matches from the fucking get go. It may have fucking overcorrected a little too hard, I think, because <laughs> we were playing against some fucking real potatoes. But uh, like, yikers! Some of the fucking some of the shit we witnessed was. Uh, yeah, big oof energy, as they say. Um, but yeah, trying to. I mean, that's still good. Like, it gets you back in the swing of things, learning the new operators, and at least you're having fun. Getting... You don't want the opposite, right? Of exactly. Jumping in, just getting fucking slapped, and you being yeah. like, all right, all right, cool, cool. uninstall. Uh, um, yeah, and yeah, these guys were, um, they seem to be having fun and taking direction and like you could say things on voice comms. None of them were talking, but you could say things on voice comms and they'd react to what you were saying and uh, they seem to be taking instruction pretty well, which was good. And, um, you know, well, you weren't being uh, toxic dickheads to them, uh, not to them. We were being toxic dickheads about them in Discord, but not directly to them. Um, yeah, and yeah, it was just good fun. Um like great to get back in the swing of the, that game. Um, definitely want to check out the the new operator. I have no idea. I'm already getting 180 frames, and like obviously I should be with the 3080 and the fucking uh, beast AMD CPU. But what the fuck is DLSS gonna do? Well, uh, the, the the things that I've been seeing at the moment is that like on a third, what have you got a 3080 yeah. um, that you can run it in 4k and get like 260 frames <laughs> fuck me that's crazy mm. all right would you wanna don't the don't the do the pros in rainbow six I've never actually thought to pay attention to this but you know how in counter strike all the pros used to play at six six forty by four eighty like is that happening in rainbow <laughs> six as well they're all playing they're like well why would I want to play yeah. the head boxes that the head so boxes. small you're like yeah. where is everyone how am I supposed um, to hit these no I think it's a case of like you find the sweet spot um I, I would assume most people are playing like 1440 yeah um that's then, what I'm doing because I've got a 1440p with g-sync so I g-sync yeah, I can like, g-sync but I can already g-sync at 144 um hmm. so yeah I don't yeah. Although I did see that they're bringing, are they they're bringing RTX in as well? Is that what I saw? RT, ray tracing. Ray tracing. Yeah. Are they? Um, I didn't hear that. That seems weird to me. It's, yeah. Uh. No, maybe it was just. Oh, maybe it was Doom Eternal cobbled together with a uh, yeah with Doom Eternal getting ray tracing. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, because I was trying to work out why the fuck, what that would bring to the table, right? Like, what am I going to do with ray tracing? Uh, oh, I can see off the reflection of that window in a van on... Uh, Coffee table. Yeah. He's up on stairs. <laughs> that would be fucking hairy shit. That'd be fucking amazing. But what a fucking difference that'd be. What a fucking lopsided affair that would be. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, just having a lot of fun. Definitely keen to play some more of it. Um, check out the new operator uh, and, and all of that. But yeah. Yep. Nice. Rainbow Six mm. Siege. There you go. Uh, what's next? Astalon, Tears of the Earth. Uh, I believe that's its full title. I think that sounds about right, yeah. Yep. The way that the... Um, the logo is sort of structured makes it look like someone in marketing was like we need to have it this way otherwise everybody's going to pronounce this game wrong oh yeah yeah that makes sense i could see that um <laughs> yeah. speaking of uh the artwork and marketing do not let the artwork <laughs> fool you into thinking this is a hyper weave game because uh that's what i thought when uh yeah my brother you got it my brother pitched it to me he's like oh yeah you should play this and uh i sent him a picture of or i sent him the main picture back and i'm like uh yeah it's gonna be a no from me dog (laughs) he's like no just don't don't ignore that i'm like you're such a fucking weeb you cannot convince me to play your fucking weeb games he's like ignore that ignore that and just play it and uh, i'm very glad i did because uh yeah the cover art the weeb-tastic cover art is not representative of the actual yeah, game we- experience, which is... There's there's a picture here with... Uh, she looks like she's wearing, like, the... like I wouldn't call them thigh-high boots. I think they're higher than thigh-high boots yep. at this point. Yeah. And, and like Gash-high a, boots. A, a one-piece <laughs> bathing suit yep. with a, a extremely short, I don't know, cut-off... <laughs> And like based on the based on this picture, right, and based on the proportions uh, that are sort of um, implied in this picture, right, her legs have to be five times longer than her entire the rest of her or like her entire torso, and then her head, I believe, is one and a half times the size of her torso, like. She's like a fucking, she's like some sort of fucking Pac-Man or some shit. She's like, they've managed to squeeze some torso in there. Uh, Yeah, do not, do not let, oh my God, this artwork makes me cringe. Anyway, don't let it fucking fool you. This is one of the best uh, like Metroidvania games I've ever played. Uh, Nope. It is fantastic. It is absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, the way it just keeps unraveling and unraveling. I finished it all, uh, like, over the course of the week. I had, uh, like, the game conferences up on one screen. And I was playing this on the other. And, uh, yeah, I finished it apparently 16.2 hours. I'm certain I fell asleep for a couple of those. But, um, like, yeah, just... I don't know, man. It is really fucking good. It starts out, you got to get past the, like, there's, 
I, I hate I hate it when you got to make these caveats for for games, right? But the first thing you got to get past is the cover art, and then once you get past the weeb tasting cover art, you got to get past the first boss, right, to really understand it. Because until then, it sort of just feels like a uh, I don't know, like Shovel Knight, but not as good as Shovel Knight, and like it's got that Shovel Knight style art. Uh, but you can't like jump the way like there's this there's this motion uh, to shovel uh, shovel knight that um, that I think makes it really satisfying to play and gives you a really real good sense of momentum and like rhythm right and that's what makes shovel knight f- feel fucking great uh, is once you get into the rhythm and the flow of shovel knight you just sort of fucking bounce everywhere and you fucking feel like you've mastered like there's a sense of mastery there that won't be available to you until like uh, at least after you've killed the first boss and and so it's like brutally important that you, you kill the first boss at least before you uh render judgment on the game um but uh i i, I recommend pursuing it way further than that um you yeah you just it just keeps unfolding it's it's like uh it's been balled up into a tiny thing and then you unfold it once and you're like oh okay cool okay so now i can do this right you've got these three characters it's it's a it's a metroidvania you've got three characters each of the characters has different uh abilities uh has like different strong suits and uh and so yeah you've got uh the wizard or that you've got the mage you've got the uh archer and you've got the warrior and you start by playing and uh you play it around with the i recommend going with the the mage right because the mage can sort of attack through uh obstacles and when you're really little you take a lot of damage from enemies but if you can hit them without them being able to hit you because you're attacking them fire like through an obstacle um you can get away with a lot of shit it's sort of slow paced and you're like okay uh, and you hit 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 and they die and you move on and you can uh when you die you can like upgrade so it's like a little bit soulsy uh in that like you know when you kill things you get their souls and you can spend those soul points on uh on upgrading and all that kind of stuff um make sure you when you're looking at the at the shop the death shop the god of death shop who allows you to upgrade make sure you scroll down i made that mistake and uh my brother was like i was like dude how the fuck do i do blah and i won't tell you what blah is because it's a bit spoilerific uh because i was I was literally up to the last boss when I asked him about this and when I learned about it. I'm like, how the fuck do I do blah? And uh, he goes, what? You just, you buy it from the shop. I'm like, I think I've bought everything from the shop and I can't. And he goes, oh my God, have you scrolled down? And so I immediately died in game and I scrolled down and there was all this shit I hadn't fucking touched. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, and he's like, how the fuck did you get to the last boss without anyway um it was painful anyway uh like not not bad painful just things were harder than they needed to be once i had unlocked all these other things i'm like oh my fucking god 
that's how this this game just keeps unraveling. Anyway, so you you start off playing as the the wizard or the mage, and uh, you're like, yeah, cool, cool, and you kill the first boss, and then you roam around a little bit more, and you find this uh, the sword of mirrors, I think it is, and suddenly like the the warrior when he attacks can like bounce projectiles back. And that's huge because you come up against a lot of projectile-based enemies uh, and you can just bounce uh, shit straight back at them and you're like, okay, cool. And so then you're like, you start unraveling the fucking power of, of that guy. And then you find something for the uh, for the wizard where, um, I, you know, I won't go into details about all the things you find because fighting all that shit is is sort of a part of it but uh one other thing i will say you find is uh you find this ring that tells you when there are secret exits to rooms and you're like what hang on there are what and because it's it's built like a classic metroidvania castlevania you know metroid game where you go through a single screen and then you move to the next screen and the screens are always the same. They're not random. So you know what to expect from each screen and you can get a map that maps out everything a la either of those games. Um, and so you can see where the exits are on the map. It's sort of, you know, a different colored line. If there is an exit, it will show on the map and you know that you haven't explored beyond a room. If, there is a line and there's no room next to it. So that's a good way to keep track of your fucking progress. And then you get this ring and it tells you when there are secret exits and you don't fucking know where any of that shit is. But suddenly you've got to, you're like, you go back to the start of the fucking game and you start rolling around, rolling back through places you've been before. Uh, and you see the ring blink and you're like, oh my fucking God, there's, there's a secret exit here and you look for it and the game unravels again. It unfolds a fucking, like by the time you get this, it's unfolded like fucking eight times. And then it's like, it can still unfold further because you find shit in the secret exits that like just unravels it further and further. And it's something, man. Like, bananas how deep it goes it is fantastic um and then i think the the story is pretty cool it's got a fairly good narrative uh probably a little underdone under underbaked but uh there's like a lot to it that i enjoyed um yeah the boss fights are pretty cool uh and I'm debating whether or not I tell you this or not, but there is a way to make the entire game much easier than it it is. Uh, I will say that uh, you can hold down the attack button and your person will auto attack. So you don't need to like tap attack. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, using that knowledge, uh, you can make the game pretty easy for yourself um oh, and definitely play on control absolutely play on control 100 mm -hmm. but yeah um nice. yeah one of the best metroidvania games i've played in fucking forever just i love the uh, that it uses you know it, 
it uses the Souls style shortcut based uh, like progression. So uh, you know you'll know you've actually made some good progress when you unlock a shortcut and it doesn't there's like different layers of the shortcuts as well it might be just a shortcut through a room like you get to the end of a room and you press a button and then next time you go through that room you can just like belt straight through the room you don't have to press the button or it might be you go like th three rooms over and you uh smash a, a block and then next time you go through that first room you can go through a different a completely different path or it might be you take an elevator or it might be uh, a secret exit or like all these kinds of things uh that allow you to like feel a sense of like uh traversal progression and then there's the uh actual progression that your characters feel when you upgrade them um and they're like doing way more damage and then uh, yeah, the proper progression of the the story and the bosses and all that kind of stuff and all all of that entails because killing each boss allows you to unlock new doors because uh, you like a key that allows you to unlock new doors. Probably the actually one of the biggest things I will say this right now when you're in the underground, uh, if you if you're playing it and you're in the underground, right, and you see a room with four keys, right. Uh, and three of them are blue and one of them is white. Do not waste your fucking blue keys in that area until you are near, like basically finished with the game. You will fucking spit. I basically nearly fucking rage quit when I found out that mm. I'd pissed away three blue keys because you do not get enough keys. It feels like you will. I spent some time just hunting down keys and it was probably the most annoying thing that the game did to me. Mm-hmm. And then when it baited me into using three of them on fucking nothing, I was pissed. So yeah, uh, important to note. But uh, yeah, didn't ultimately didn't detract from my overall experience of the game. So yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Um, All right. So anything yeah. else to add for that? I don't think so. Uh, like one hundred percent recommended. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a brilliant game. Definitely worth playing. Cool. Uh, so it's Astalon Tears of the Earth. It's available on consoles and PC. Um, actually, actually, hey, you've seen Myth Mythic Quest, right? Yeah. Do you think it's Not Tears the of the one. Earth or is it Tears of the Earth? Oh. Mm. Could be Tears. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next up, the last game we've got here is uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, the brand new first party game from Sony. Um, this is from Insomniac Games, the creators of titles such as Spyro, The Dragon, um, Resistance. What else they've done? Ratchet and Clank, obviously, obviously. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, and most recently, the Spider Man series. Yep. What were you gonna say? That was it. I was. Yeah, they're yep. the noticeable ones. Um, uh, so this is the uh, the first sort of big um, PlayStation Five exclusive game for for Sony this year. Um, Ratchet and Clank is 
basically a platforming game where you play as uh, the title character Ratchet and his sidekick Clank <clears throat> where they have a um, incident in their uh, dimension that pulls things apart everything gets really wacky and they find themselves in a completely um, another reality or dimension where there are alternate like things that they recognize but stuff isn't quite right and this dimension has a uh, another lombax named rivet um and uh and basically you switch back and forward between these two characters and you play as both of them you explore different types of planets as you're trying to uh try and resolve this rift that has is broken out and, and bring the dimensions back together because the main villain of the game has ended up in uh this other dimension is trying to take it over and causing all sorts of mayhem um which is has made all these rifts start appearing in the universe and it's collapsing itself and all this wacky stuff is going on um but it uses like uh insomniacs i've not played the other ratchet and clank games but I've, I've i've heard quite a lot about of their uh like weapon design and that sort of thing and it plays off of that again like it uses a lot of um varied st types of weapons that have alternate fires and uh wacky sort of attributes and 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 things that they do when you use them um and there's quite a lot of them in this game so uh, it's got a, a lot of variety there the um the game itself looks amazing it's it's really visually stunning uh it's like i don't know like if you look back to, at a pixar or a dreamworks film 10 years ago it's it's sort of like 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 you playing one of those games it's just such the art style is so great and um i'm playing it on 60 frames per second with ray tracing um there is another mode which has 30 frames per second um without ray tracing sorry with uh with ray tracing and that is a um like a sort of close to 4k resolution um but it's it's not it's only doing 30 frames per second like digital foundry did a pretty good analysis of this thing um where it's using like a dynamic resolution um and it doesn't it doesn't seem to drop too much between 4k and and somewhere around that but the um the uh for the the 60 with ray tracing is more around the 1440p a little bit lower sometimes and so i i don't know personally like i think it works well at 60 with ray tracing because it makes it look great um i think the extra frame rate especially for a fast-paced combat like this uh like fits really well and so um this is sort of what i'm excited for with this generation of, of consoles now is this uh option the you know the sort of pc um games have been known for like being able to jump in there and tinker with different settings and mess around with it so you can sort of have it to your own liking and the being able to do that on consoles now is at least a nice way of being able to handle that being like if you want to have all the bells and whistles you can it'll look amazing but you've got to sort of compensate for that frame rate you'll have to play it at 30 so um i like this idea of giving the player the option to be like well you do it the way you want to do it and so um yeah i like the 60 frames per second on games like this i think it feels really good uh and yeah like i said it looks looks fantastic it's just such a um a neat art style it just 
everything just pops like the colors are fantastic um it, it just stunning stunning game um in terms of the gameplay it's uh it, it you know it's a lot of fun like there's a lot of platforming in there you're doing uh i guess the stuff we saw a lot of in the the demos is like interacting with riffs sort of like a grappling hook and that's a really neat um like uh it just it looks cool but it's at the end of the day it's kind of just a grapple like it's that's pretty much all it is um they've just done a really nice way of presenting that using the hardware that they're able to work with now and, and you know the power of the ssd and sort of what that allows the developers to do by able being able to really quickly move you from one location to another um with these sort of arena based rifts they don't really do a lot with that it's kind of just getting for you from one spot really quickly to a, to a ledge or something like that but then they start mixing in the jumping between worlds and they they do that a couple of times in the game and that's where it's really impressive of of you basically like going between planets and um seeing all these giant worlds just appear in front of you as you go through a portal and there's not much sort of downtime in between it's like a couple of seconds like two seconds at the most and uh and when you're in this enormous environment battling this thing and all of a sudden you're in a completely different world um that's the stuff that's really impressive with with what we're going to be seeing going forward with these uh with what developers will be able to do with these games um there are sort of other interesting things they do with the technology like um so like switch being on a planet and switching between different dimensions but still being on that same planet reminds me very much of like um uh dishonored's um what was that map called a crack in the slab um where you use the time thing and you so you're in the same level but you're switching back and forward between um different time periods or uh the effect and cause mission mission from yeah time Time for two yeah right it's doing something very similar to that where you're on the same level sort of but like when you're switching between dimensions one dimension it's a mining planet the other dimension this planet has exploded and there's debris everywhere and like it's just a complete mess and so you work with um the environment to sort of solve puzzles by switching between the two to navigate this area it's a little bit um like hey there's a crystal here you have to hit the crystal with your hammer and then it switches you to the new dimension and it takes like a split second for that to happen it's not as instantaneous as right. like in dishonored or you can sort of see the inner workings of it happening but when it happens it's still it's still cool that you're in this enormous world where and it's happening like right in front of you whereas in dishonored and titanfall it was more or less contained to a you're in a hallway and yeah. it's got like it's it's doing less uh, it's obviously still super impressive yeah but you're there's not a lot of you're in a hallway or, or like in a room or something like that whereas this is an entire level that, that's going it's on. taking like taking it's, that that core idea mm. and ramping it up to the next ratch ratcheting it up to the next level yeah yeah um there's other things like um they're called uh pocket dimensions and they're they're sort of like little mini um 
puzzle areas and you'll you'll grab a you'll break the rift open and it's sort of like portal-esque um where there's a there'll be a wall there or like an empty um a ledge or like where the ledge just drops off you open this portal and you can walk through it or like see an entirely different room or, or like level in there you kind of walk through and all of a sudden i'm in this completely different area uh you can turn around and then like you know, this tiny doorway, see the, the other level that you're in and like look around it like and there's nothing there. So they're doing little uh, trickery with sort of like a portal-esque uh, thing there. And so, um, yeah, it's just impressive like being able to look at the technology, this hardware with this SSD and uh, what we're going to be able to see going forward. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's pretty basic in terms of its combat. It's not a challenging game. I played it on normal. Um, I don't think I died in combat at all, um, and uh, most of most of the times where I died was platforming stuff. Yeah, uh, and then you don't really die; you kind of just respawn back where you were, were type thing. Um, so I think it's aimed a bit more towards uh, maybe like casual players. So if you want a bit more of a challenge, I I bump the difficulty up, but um, it is what it is, and. Um, what else is there I could talk about? Um, weapons. Oh, platforming is a little bit... Ga- uh, um, what's the word? I wouldn't call it janky. It's... Uh. Um, uh, it's it's not as polished as what I'd like it to be. Right. Like, you, you'll be jumping from ledges to ledges, and you feel like you're about to make this jump, but your character will, like, snap to the ledge and, like, grab onto the side of the ledge and pull him pull him or her self back up and um it's just not like a smooth transition or animation that's happening there it just feels like hey i could have made that without you doing this weird like snap-on effect to the ledge to make me jump onto it so that is feels a little bit just feels a bit uh not as uh blended properly as some of the other animations in the game yeah um but otherwise, like the 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 most of the platforming is 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 fun. Uh, it's, it's not doing anything new or anything we haven't seen before. It's pretty uh, basic. Every couple of levels or every couple of planets you go to, they sort of throw some sort of new mechanic at you. Um, they they implement a lot of <laughs> Spider-Man game mechanics in there, which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's like swinging at one point, uh, cool. like these things that you can grab grab onto and there's uh swinging mechanics um you end up getting like rocket boots for your feet which makes you travel faster um uh there's like a a dodge which you get so like every once in a while they throw something else at you so it's a nice progression of of ramping up on the mechanics and changing things as you go along um i just didn't find it as as challenging as what i thought it was uh i i i would say that um it's like an 89 on metacritic yeah i i getting lots of nines and tens i wouldn't put it there i'd probably be somewhere around about a an eight to seven 7.5 probably All right. um just purely because like for me a, a nine or a ten is is something that i think is like changing like a 10 for me is is uh like red dead redemption where i think it is actually impactfully changing video games like it's doing something yeah we haven't seen before um and doing it extremely well whereas this i 
it's doing stuff that we haven't seen before but that was kind of like when you when you make a youtube video and somebody all the comments are like first like everybody's like trying to get there first i'm not saying that <laughs> like this is not what insomniac does but like right. the technology was there and insomniac just happened to be the first ones to come out with it right um and that's uh... not putting them down as to like they did a <laughs> you know they still did a phenomenal job with it but at the same time it's like yeah this is kind of expected the, the stuff we wanted to see from from this technology um uh, but nobody else but yeah. who else has done it then <laughs> like who have they beaten like you can't say that they're oh well they're just the first to do it when nobody else has anything like it in the pipeline well no i like the examples i just gave you right of of, of like we've seen this sort of technology with dishonor to titanfall before it's just done a lot quicker here and at a larger scale um i look i'm not saying it's a bad game i really i had a lot of fun i just think there's some little bit of uh it's, it's not as polished as what I'd, I'd like it to be um right. and it just doesn't go that extra like things that i haven't seen before in a, in, a, in a game or um that i would be like hey i'd give this a nine or a ten or or like just push that a little bit further so uh th- there's awesome set piece moments in the game where you're like i said switching between um different planets or there's one level on a it's like a giant pirate level where there's this robot huge huge robot that is basically following you around and you're on like zip lines and and rails and jumping around and yeah it just looks looks fantastic like they do that a couple of times in the game and 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 it really shows off the scale of of what they're trying to do um so yeah like i had a lot of fun with i think it's a great game that people should definitely uh check out and play yeah um i don't know what else to add i don't know um we got loads of e3 shit to talk about anyway so uh yeah uh, i'm gonna check it out next week or Mm. hopefully for next week's podcast i suppose um yeah i didn't uh get a code in time um Mm -hmm. but uh, i should have one for next week's podcast um so yeah we'll uh we'll see how i feel about your insane fucking take that they weren't fast enough on the draw no, 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 I'm or saying not, that not like, they enough were... with their uh, their broad scale uh, local switching technology. No, I just think that it's it's getting <laughs> with you. It's like a nine on Metacritic, right? Yeah. At the moment, I think when people will look back at this game, it's it's not going to be on the same level as uh, like when I grew up playing games. It was like like mario 64 were like the pinnacle right of yeah of, it was just doing this insane stuff and if i was a kid playing ratchet and clank rift apart like i'd love this game it'd be amazing but yeah. at the same time it's very like it's stuff we've seen before it's 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 doing it well uh for the most part um it's just yeah. not like the whole grapple thing looks amazing when you do it but at the end of the day you see it in a level a bunch of times you're like it's not really like cool like it, it looks awesome but it doesn't really add a whole lot to to the game really um other than from you getting from one point to another just really quickly uh so i don't know i think <laughs> such a that's such a 
what the fuck here is is, is going on here? This is this is some job level cynicism. It's not cynicism, out of your loop. This is some job level complaints. cynicism. I tell you, ah, oh, well, ah, oh, what? Yeah, so you grapple. Uh, who fucking cares? Okay, nobody cares about your grappling. Okay, in your children's mm. game, uh, the you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm just surprised, Luke, because this is it does feel like some sort of shit that I would say. Mm. And then I'd be like, wow, Job. That was a bit cynical. Like after the podcast, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I think I went too far on that one. Anyway. Um- yeah. So like there's some areas that I went to in the game where uh, it re- there's collectibles and, and stuff like that that you can go back and find and it'll either give you um, unlocks and that sort of thing to, to make you more stronger or out of defense or whatever. So there's some uh, incentive to go back and collect some of this stuff. And um when I went and did that a couple of times, there were areas that it just didn't feel like they'd gone through it enough and and refined it and been like, oh, what happens if someone does this? And so, for instance, one of the levels, uh, it's like a, an ice level, right? And uh, I had to switch between these dimensions. And as I got to the thing that I needed to, to get, I picked it up. And then I couldn't figure out how to get back to where I was to switch the dimension back. Because right. every time I went up the ramp, my character would uh, fall down because it was too icy. And I'm like, all right, that's all right. So I, th- I then went back to the, um, this was basically at the start of the level. So then I started waking, working my way back around being like, oh, maybe I have to run through the whole thing again. Yep. And when I did that, I got to the bottom of this elevator and I couldn't get anywhere else. And so I went back up and I'm like, what the, f- like, how am I supposed to get to my ship so that I can leave? Mm. And I was just like, fuck it. I'll just jump off the edge and die, I guess. And so yeah. I did that and it respawned me back to the other dimension. And then I could leave and I'm like, That's all right, well, that was not great. Yeah. And there was another section um, where I went back and was doing collectibles again. And the first time that I went past this area, there's this, big cinematic set piece thing that happens um as you're zipping around and whatnot but the second time that i did it that wasn't going on but instead the uh as i'm grinding these rails the camera was behaving as if that cinematic was still there and so i was doing this rail section and the rails start breaking like there's like a crane moving these rails and as that's going on, the camera starts sweeping away and I can no longer see like what is happening. And so I'm like <laughs> having to time my jumps. I died at this part like 15 times because I was just trying to memorize, like get the timing Wait, it right. Didn't, I it didn't reset when you, when you died. It was resetting me back at the start of the rails, but because the camera just kept thinking it was in this cinematic moment, my, my character kept going but the That's camera crazy. is like zooming around and I'm like trying to time the thing. And at the end of this rail is one of those jumps where there's a like a spidey swing. No. Uh, and, and I can't even see my dude at this stage. Like I'm just pressing it and hoping that yeah. he swings on it. And then I've got to jump and get into this pipe. And it took me a while. And all I wanted to do was get this fucking collectible thing. pretty hilarious. 
And I was like, I, that kept happening. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just reload the checkpoint. And I reload the checkpoint and it puts me exactly the same spot. And I'm like, fuck, if I am like, if I'm stuck here, I'm, I'm in a bit of trouble because I don't know what did, else to do. Did it keep doing it? It kept doing it, but I nailed the jump. That's awesome. Did you record it? <laughs> no. Fucking, there's a fucking share button on the goddamn PlayStation. Just press the share button. Fuck. I should go check and see if it's still happening. Um, but anyway, like... A couple yeah. of issues. And, but yeah, I think people should check it out. It's an awesome game. It's a lot of fun. Um, looks fantastic. Runs great. And, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's like, what a pickup by Sony to get Insomniac. Just like... Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Between Spider-Man and, uh, like, Ratchet um and potentially i guess they may be doing something with sunset overdrive it sounds like um yeah, yeah that's a it's a nice nice pick up from them all right so that's ratchet and clank rift apart available now on the playstation 5 mm. and that is it okay big week of news e3 this might take a while <laughs> it's gonna go yeah. through um let's kick off with what was it the summer games fest summer, summer games, games fest, fest? yeah yeah yeah, this is the Jeff Keighley run joint. Um, opened up with Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, this is something that was rumored. We talked about it last week. It is a spin-off to the Borderlands series. Um, I guess we were sort of unsure of what it was going to be, and it sounds like it's a shooter, <laughs> a looter shooter. Yeah. Um, an extension of that that DLC that they did um for the other borderlands game which was received really well i was a big fan of that one uh yeah like i, I think it was it's probably the best received dlc that they ever did right mm, yeah. um just because it had such a strong sense of itself and um and such a unique uh take on a, a lot of like there was clearly a lot of love for both the franchises that it was semi-parodying you know borderlands and dungeons and dragons both get skewered quite well because clearly the uh the team making it understood uh mm. the essence of them both quite well so uh i have a lot of a lot of faith that they can you know hit hit the same notes yeah uh as a result yeah, yeah. um so that should be something to keep an eye out for. Uh, next up, there was uh, something that I don't think anybody asked for, but it's a it's a Jeff Keighley joint. So we had a, a appearance by Kojima uh, to show off Death Stranding Director's Cut. Mm. Uh, I think what's worrying is that Death Stranding apparently wasn't a director's cut. Like, who who was telling that guy you can't put this in the game? At what point? What what was there that they were like? Sorry, Kojima, but you can't you can't look. You can't do that, Hideo, mate. Hideo, listen, sit down, sit down, mate, sit down. We can't okay. have Norman Reedus going down <laughs> on Catwoman. Uh, <laughs> on Catwoman. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the director's cut. You can finally see Norman Reedus's penis. Ah, oh. the Norman Reedus penis. That's the dream. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, because uh, 
you know, uh, that's the, what, what the world needs to see. Norman Reedus's penis. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I, I'm blown away that something, I, I can't believe they left anything on the cutting room floor. Usually an editor comes in and is like, oh yeah, maybe we should cut out this long and tedious section because uh, it doesn't really add anything and it's just boring as fuck. Um, mm. And, you know, nobody's really going to do that. But in Death Stranding, they just made a game out of the long and tedious bullshit that nobody wants to experience. And then they peppered it with nonsense cutscenes. So it's, it's like, I, I don't, maybe, like, if that's the entire game, there's nothing you could leave on the cutting room floor because all of it is cutting you. room floor trash. It was, it was a video of him getting into a box and not yeah. knowing what to do with the box. That was the video. That's what they didn't add in. Doesn't know what to do with a box. What is he, Batman? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. a... I don't think we spent too long on this anyway. All right. Um, Jurassic World Evolution 2, um, sequel to Jurassic World Evolution, which is a, a theme sort of park building game with dinosaurs. Looks like there's going to be some underwater stuff in there now. Jeff yeah, Goldblum phoning it in. Again, yeah. He was in the first one, I think. Was he? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did he phone it in there too? Ah, uh, when doesn't he? Um, uh, Among Us coming to consoles with a bigger player count, extra killers. Um, there you go. Salt mm. and Sacrifice, the follow-up to Salt and Sanctuary. Mm. Uh, the Dark Souls-esque uh, 2D. 2D platforming game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, We've got... Yeah, jump in whenever you want. Ah, I, you know, it looks pretty interesting. Although I didn't, what annoyed me about Salt and Sanctuary was the uh, movement system. And mm. I worry, like it's, see that trailer looked more mobile. Uh, like you, it looked like you had uh, more opportunities to to move and, uh, and, and like more agility. Um, but I, yeah, that's probably the, my greatest concern for a sequel is that they won't nail it again but we'll see we'll see yeah um Mm. escape from tarkov streets of tarkov which is a new map it looks like uh i've never got into tarkov but it's something that's always on my radar check out i mean i own it i owned it from the fucking get-go i still don't fucking get it every time i ask someone to explain like why you play tarkov they're like to get fucking guns and i'm like why do you get guns and they're like so you can like play the game and i'm like but why are you playing the game they're like so you can get guns it's this fucking insane loop uh that doesn't make any sense to me it's basically as far as i can tell it's daisy for the people who just wanted to be kill on site bandits which Mm. is never like was a fundamental misunderstanding of what made Daisy good, in my opinion. You needed the mm-hmm. killer on site bandits to make Daisy fun, but uh, just being a killer on site bandit was idiotic and inevitably not fun, in my opinion. I mean, if someone can explain, I've I think I've said this like five times on this podcast. If someone can explain why. To escape like what it is about escape from tarkov that's so compelling i would love to know but i just haven't ever been told or seen it and it drives me fucking bananas and like yeah. if it's just not for me right fine but i just need to 
someone to tell me that. I just need someone to say, Job, just let it go. You're never going to actually enjoy Tarkov. Stop ins- installing it every fucking six months after you've like uninstalled your reinstalled PUBG and just fucking yeah. let it go. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, there you go. Uh, two Point Hospital. Sorry, Two Point Campus, the follow-up to Two Point oh, yeah. Hospital. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Looks interesting. Uh, we had uh, we had a, an announcement from Saber Interactive. Todd Hollinshead, um, they're making a painkiller game. Yeah, which this is, is under cool. <laughs> under Prime Matter, but this was just this was like a logo and nothing else, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is weird. just him saying we're making a painkiller game, which is cool because painkiller was like a throwback to the old like Doom, Quake, um, you know those games you were talking about last week. Yeah, and now those guys, the head like Tim Willits, Todd, are like making are in charge of a painkiller game. It's it's funny. I think that's interesting turnaround. <laughs> Yeah, um, it should be very interesting uh, mm. to see how it goes because I, I think they'll have some very different design sensibilities, right? Uh, yeah. And painkillers of a specific type of game, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, which is a uh, battle royale. Battle royale. Yeah. Weird. Okay. I'll I'll see what that is. Um, uh, yeah, I'll play it because it's a battle royale. They're like, <laughs> you know, why? you've got to win. Yeah, you've got to win. Um, we saw a Far Cry Six trailer. Um, Far Cry Six stuff. is one of my most anticipated games out of out of E mm. three. Uh, I like every single time they show you new shit about this game. Obviously, this wasn't at. This was from the Ubisoft conference but that fucking probably, yeah uh that trailer that they showed for the fucking season pass is one of the fucking coolest the trailers i've things. ever seen in my entire fucking life that fucking trailer ruled i thought uh, i was fucking amped watching that shit um was this the villain dlc yeah holy yeah. shit man like they just nailed everything about that fucking trailer like the theme and the fucking music and the like the way it was written oh my god it was mm. fucking cool obviously it requires some attachment to far cry as a series but shit man i just i think they fucking nailed it and blood dragon some sort of yeah blood some, dragon thing well there's that as well the anime right they're doing a blood dragon anime for with netflix yeah. which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting uh yeah, yeah. um what else we got? Uh, Back for Blood. They showed off some some footage of that. There was a a, a bigger, um, like 20, 30 minute presentation of Back for Blood as well. Uh, Warner Brothers. That that looks really cool. I'm still amped for that. They showed off some PvP. Um, yeah, which is awesome. I'm not um, sure about that. What what's your take on the PvP? Because I was, I thought it was going to be. I could be wrong, but. I thought it was going to be like old Left 4 Dead or like a campaign PvP, but this seemed more like time-based PvP. Time like arena-based. Oh, arena. Well, yeah. No, like, I think we'll have to wait and see. I got the feeling like it was, that was just the reveal part. And then that mm. we'll actually, yeah. I, I, I desperately want the old school campaign style more than uh, a arena-based 
but I could be wrong. That could be just the way my interpretation. Maybe it was campaign. Yeah, I, I did. Like I, they beat it in this time. I, th- I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was more a way that they showed it uh, yeah. than anything. But yeah, yeah, yep. Um. So cool. Evil Dead the game. I'm curious about this. I'm intrigued. Uh, it looks but really. It looks really cool, but it looks <laughs> pretty. Wait and see pretty uh i don't know one note I, i'm i'm happy to see more horde games one of the other games they showed at, at this i think was well based on i don't know when i saw it but uh anna Kruris, uh okay. was definitely shown at some point early on in the piece uh that's the uh game that chet Falasek, the writer of portal yeah. uh, has been working on uh that sort of that and evil dead are sort of in the same realm for me and that they both look like yeah. horde mode campaign shooters a la left for dead and i'm excited to see more left for dead uh but at the same time they sort of looked a bit eh, like uh one note and i need to see yep. a lot more polish from both of them but i'll you know uh love hearing bruce so fuck it yeah yeah um okay and then the last game they revealed which uh i guess it was a little bit surprising because i thought maybe we would have seen it at microsoft but but jeff Keighley did it he got elden ring mm. uh gameplay reveal which is massive for them yeah um it looked great i think it looks looks awesome we've we finally like got awesome. an idea of it 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 seems like it's a bit more open world ish um or at least a larger scale yeah. Um, it absolutely looks like a from software game yeah. <laughs> from the combat, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just some of the stuff that I was reading afterwards, it sounds like it's going to have like co-op or like some sort of four player multiplayer. I didn't did see that. See I didn't see four player multiplayer. No, I did see you'd be able to like invite help, but I just figured it was okay. like summons. I suppose you could say that technically you could invite three summons in dark souls 3 so technically Maybe. that's four player multiplayer but surely it's not when you say four player co-op i imagine an entire game of co-op not yeah not the summon system yeah well the the, the um the statement i guess going around was that it'll it'll be multiplayer with up to four players so that could be right. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, summons. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. There's mounts in this game. Mounts. <laughs> there's, there's horse jump pads. Things. Horse jump pads. Yeah, we saw that. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks sick. Weird creature designs. Like they always do interesting, bonkers things with that. Yep. And so I'm uh, I'm very keen for this one. It's coming out next year. Um, it's coming out I next guess, year, which expected. is fucking bananas absolutely wild uh yeah Yeah. um i I said this on twitter but um yeah imagine being any other game coming out in 2022 and knowing you've already lost the game of the year race in january what a fucking (laughs) what a ball like um it looks i'm getting like breath of the wild vibes out of it like it looks fucking phenomenal I'm my hype levels are way off off the chain. I should fucking dial that shit back in uh, very quickly because otherwise I'm in trouble. 
I will find myself in yep. trouble. I'm going to play the fuck out of this game. Um, yeah. It looks fucking phenomenal. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Nice. This was my game of the show. Okay. By a long, long, long way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to add about the summer games? For, I don't know. I thought it was really good. I think he's doing an awesome job. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, this is like ESA's loss. Like, what a mistake not not getting Jeff Keighley to run your things. It's 100%. Such a, <laughs> such a blow. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up. Um, what was next? Was it Ubisoft? Trying uh, to look at this list we've got. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I th- I'm, I'm looking at the games guess... here and just being like, "What is what is all this stuff?" Like there was Devolver Digital. Um, oh yeah, did you watch that? No, I didn't get a chance to. It was pretty entertaining. You know, the do their mm-hmm. usual weird meta yeah. shit. They announced a uh, a game pass or like a, a like a plus Devolver mm-hmm. plus max plus or something and you can like uh gives you the opportunity to buy their games um from them which okay. is pretty entertaining and they you know do their usual insane escalation meta too many cooks type storytelling shit i yeah. thought it was yeah entertaining as fuck um so yeah that was that was cool um they announced something that I am excited for. Um, oh, it's by the dude who made uh, Pony Island. That's uh, mm-hmm. a card game. And I can't remember what it's called. So that's good. Yeah, um, awesome. Excellent. Good one, Joe. You've done Demon's it again. Mirror. I'm looking at a list of games here. Oh, right Demon's now. Mirror looks pretty cool. Um yeah, I don't know. No, it's got like a Y in its name that fucks up oh. my uh, uh, inscription. That's that was that's what it was. Um, and was Phantom Abyss them as well? And Wizard with a Gun? I think that was all Devolver Digital. Wizard with a Gun looks sort of like... Um, uh, fuck me. Did you watch that video I, I linked in the Discord? Of uh, Mandy Patinkin trying to work out, name a single actor who's played Batman. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that was the funniest <laughs> fucking video. That is so us. That is one hundred percent us. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, like I could remember his name. What's his name? Uh, 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 they were name? talking about Michael Keaton as well. That's what was driving bananas. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin's got. Oh, no, he was fantastic. He's amazing. He was in Spotlight. Christian Bale, I'm like, you're fucking joking. None of these cunts have, like, for fuck's sake, please, dear God. I, and, oh, and he, you know, he's my age. Christian Bale is 10 years younger. Michael Keaton is Mandy Patinkin's age. Motherfucker. Speaking of which, Michael Keaton is keeping it fucking tight. That dude looks fucking fantastic. Uh, anyway. Um, got a bit distracted. Yeah, inscription. All right. Roguelite deck builder. Of course, I'm a fucking about it. Fan of Abyss, first-person puzzle platforming, uh, which is, you know, the holy grail of games that I think I'm going to love, and then I play it, and then some one thing goes wrong, and I'm like, fuck this game forever. Uh, and Wizard with the Gun, um, yeah, it's got crafting, it's got, like, wizard guns, it's got, like, 
base building. Looks like it's got co-op. Looks pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So that's what, yeah, that's what I got there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get on to uh, Ubisoft. We've got, uh, sure. they, they did a bunch of like their usual, here's the bunch of games that we've got out already and we're still supporting um, Trackmania, For Honor, The Crew 2, Year 4, apparently. Still working on that. Um, mm. Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, they announced Rocksmith Plus, um, yeah. which is pretty cool. It uh, looks interesting, being able to plug your guitar into a, a library of, of um, songs now, which is, is kind of cool. Uh, they showed off Riders Republic, uh, which looks interesting. I just don't know what type of game that is because it's 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 you with all these different types of of things you can ride. Uh, yeah, bikes and is it not just uh, what was that snow snowboarding skiing game? That SSX. They had? No, uh, like pretty recent snowboarding oh, skiing game. Ubisoft. Yeah, uh, steep. Steep. It's just that, yeah. but with mo- uh, with mountain bikes, right? Isn't it? And it's, it's not. I'm not de- being dismissive. There. I'm like that was an incredible fucking achievement. I thought steep was, uh, but like it's it's basically steep, but they've added in mountain bikes. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not just mountain bikes. It's like weird fucking flying jetpack things and. Like did they not wind up jet adding well they definitely had wingsuits in steep as far as i remember yeah i thought they wound up adding jetpacks and shit oh maybe no um yeah yeah uh so that looks interesting um just dance 2022 they showed off um assassin's creed valhalla um dlc which is coming out no no assassin's creed this year uh they're skipping it mm. which i thought was maybe surprising because we were on a weird like sort of annual assassin's creed and then we went to um every second year and then there was a a bit where we had a bang 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 uh, like back to back again and now we're all right we're holding off so um i'm okay i I prefer the two-year cycle i think it works i think it's better better with a two-year cycle yeah yeah um the far cry 6 stuff we obviously talked about and um uh mario and rabbits or sorry mario plus rabbits sparks of hope I'm keen for this. I really liked the first game. I thought it was really well done. Um, so I'll absolutely play this next one if I can find my Switch. Um, it's somewhere. Yeah. Any? Did you get a chance to play any Mario and Rabbids? Yeah, I played Mario and Rabbids back in the day. I think I even previewed it before it came out. Um, this looks pretty fine. It's got like some almost Mario RPG vibes to it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I didn't love the combat of Mario plus rabbits, uh, right. rabbits. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I, I've come to realize that I just don't like fucking tactics games, I guess. So, hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I thought the trailer they showed was a bit ordinary, like a lot of walking around the, the yeah. bit outside the combat, which I thought was maybe the weakest part of that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, a little odd. Uh, and then they closed things off with what was it? Avatar, Avatar. Frontiers of Pandora. This is the massive entertainment game which has been in the works for quite a while. Mm. Um, not still yeah. not as long as Avatar Two has been in the works, but quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I think what they showed looked pretty. Um, yeah. I guess we got to see what the game is though, right? Like what is it? What is it all about? 
yeah, what I've read is it's a first-person action-adventure game. Um, and I thought the first-person sections that they showed in this cinematic trailer were uh, interesting-looking, but they were very mm-hmm. short, and this was a cinematic trailer. So I didn't yeah. really get a good sense of what we were looking at here. I assume we'll see a lot more as the second movie ramps up because uh, it's supposed to be out next year as well, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. And that uh, we sort of blasted past Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, I missed it. Yes, Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, this is the uh, new game based off of the events outbreak that they did a while back um well, this I... looks interesting like entertaining I... but yeah it, it seemed a bit like slower paced like a bit of stealth and that sort of thing and i was a bit surprised by that uh yeah it seems like stealth's gonna be a huge part of it my question is this game is full priced this is a full price game hmm. and okay. i can't fathom how they're going to get full price out of this experience. Yeah. Uh, Especially it, when Left 4 Dead, or sorry, not Left 4 Dead, Dead by Daylight's 14 bucks right now. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And Back 4 Blood's going to be on the fucking Game Pass at launch. Yeah. Like, hmm. this seems like a huge mistake. Like, it's this This is Titanfall being sent out in the window between Battlefield and, and Call of Duty to die type levels like of, you think this is a 60 dollar game type type deal this is a fucking 20 dollar game as far as like oh. based on what we watched like mm-hmm. good lord yeah i don't yeah. I, I don't understand anyway yeah um I, i'm intrigued i was very thrown off by the stealth stuff and it just seemed a bit more uh i, w- I was sort of expecting what we saw in the um in the event that they did like a bit more left for dead-esque. This, this is like stealth and dudes and, uh, you know, fighting three or four things at a time. It just seemed a bit more low-key. Um, maybe that is just... Maybe they're holding back a little bit, but yeah. um, didn't grab me as much as what I hoped, but I'm still keen to check it out. So um, let's move on to... What was next? Microsoft. Microsoft, I'm, what I'm, a fucking... I'm scrolling through all this thing. What a yeah. uh, they so they opened with out of the fucking park. What I expected they were going to close with, which was Starfield. Um, mm. But it, but saying that, they showed a lot less than what I thought they were going to show. Um, it was a teaser trailer, no gameplay, um, more of a in-game sort of cinematic in-game footage thingy. though. In-game footage, yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, at least there was that. Uh, it was. Uh, like it wasn't pure cinematic they didn't show a lot uh you could you can go to a couple of different places and find out there's a couple of making of videos that you can track down to see a little bit more but all Mm -hmm. all told i think you can get maybe about two minutes of actual footage (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) from in engine footage um which yeah is not as much as you would like to see uh but epic nonetheless i'm fucking amped man like uh i just i they're talking 
you know, I've been reading up on it. They're talking a much more hardcore RPG experience than people are used to from um, from them. They're talking about Creation 2, mm-hmm. a Creation 2 engine. Um, Which is good. Yeah, definitely. But it's also built on the old engine still. Like, they've said that in the past, right? Like, yeah, but in in like the way that id tech six is yeah. built on id tech five is built on yep. four three two one you know like mm-hmm. the the essence of the engine i think remains through every yeah. iteration but uh at least it's them- not creation engine the the fallout one exactly Skyrim engine that we we're getting back <laughs> exactly. to back, to back. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um yeah no it just uh Oh, I'm I'm fucking amped, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I, um, release what a date hype way a bit to further away than what I guess this off a lot to. of people expected. There was the. Uh, I Not mean, obviously, me. it wasn't coming out this year. That's what we heard. Yeah. But I was thinking more early next year. Seemed to be the the signs that were being pointed to. But it's not. It's eleven eleven twenty twenty two at this stage, which is yeah. the um, the Skyrim release date. <laughs> right. It's, uh, is it eleven years after? Because it was eleven eleven Something eleven, like right? That. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. So I think I think it's I think it works. I mean it's crazy hey. that it's been eleven years, but yeah. I think it's cool. Not the bad. other thing is that they, they need to, right? They need to put out a game that is polished. They can't they can't oh, do it again, surely. <laughs> they can't they can't afford to, no. Yeah. I mean and there's a chance like it's it could get pushed back again. It could it's, it's yeah. entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, I would prefer them to push it back mm. than to to fall out for yep. it. You know. um, the other big news is, I guess this is a um, exclusive Game Pass exclusive as well, which is big. Not Most a Game Pass ex- exclusive. It's a. I mean, it's an Xbox exclusive. Xbox but it's on console Pass. exclusive. Xbox Series XS. Xbox Sex. Sess. Mm exclusive console wise anyway it's coming out on pc um yep. and it will be day one on game pass yep which is fucking, um that's it that's Stalker. this this is the game right this is the game all those years ago and i was like yeah i will just keep buying i'll buy up as much game pass as i can get and take what mm-hmm. i can get and i will make sure that i get fucking Starfield or Tez Sec, no, Tez Six, right? Yeah. As soon as they announce the Bethesda deal, you're like, "That's it. I've got. I get fucking Starfield day one. That's fucking amazing." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get a, a lot of stuff day one from the looks of things. Well, fuck yeah, yeah. They most stuff. Yeah, Game Pass subscribers were the fucking winners of E3. If anything, you can already preload fucking Forza Horizon you can already preload the next game in the list Stalker 2 yep Heart of Chernobyl Um, you can already fucking preload it that's fucking bananas I didn't think this trailer was very good to be honest Um, I'm excited for Stalker 2 but I thought this was a uh, a pretty dull trailer like that's Stalker though right it's a slow slow paced yeah I guess Uh, it was just like it's very pretty I just yeah like show me Mm. a bit more you know Yep. Um, 
All right, we also got uh, Contraband, the new game from Avalanche Studios, um, who worked on the uh, Just Cause series, as well as a what, bunch of other like, games. There was nothing in this. This this trailer it was, was a CG trailer. It, it showed us a bit of uh, the hints of what the game was, like a co-op game. It, it seems like it's going to be I don't care. Esque, esque I don't thing. care. Um, next up, we got Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, which is uh, Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, fucking DLC. amazing, right? We got we got to get back into it. We say this fucking yeah, every week. month, and then we never do it, but we have to get back into this. I'm and, always uh, waiting for you guys. We're going to get racy, ready. right? Because race yeah. is the worst pirate that we've ever heard of. So, but we have heard of him. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks, looks great. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing. And I'm very keen to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, are like a dragon. It's yep. on Game Pass now. I've talked about this game in the past. Um, absolutely, people should play it if they're into. Uh, jrpgs or just rpgs it's it's so wild this game it's over the top ridiculous uh, i really liked it um battlefield 2042 not coming to game pass which was very surprising to me um really well, maybe maybe it is still coming to game pass maybe they're just not announcing yet but i feel like that would be a thing that they no nah, announce it's not. it's not um anyway it will eventually some- as as we discussed at length on the discord chat uh, probably seven months after release, it'll make it to Game Pass. Yeah, that's uh, JB's estimate. That's a pretty good estimate. Anyway, so uh, I need you to give it the correct title week. when you say Battlefield 2042. I need you to give it the correct colon. Battlefield 2042, 2021 Game of the Year. That's what I need. Like, just, just you know, Ooh. give it, give it the respect. It's, it's clearly gonna earn. So, uh, just give it. You, you know, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. I've never been... Oh, my God. This game's going to fucking rule. Uh, I'm all... I'm hype train. I'm fucking... This is cyberpunk level. I'm back on it. I'm on I'm on so many fucking hype trains. But it's E3 week, so we're allowed to be on hype trains. I'm sure it will hamper eventually. However, it will not for Battlefield 2042 because this game looks fucking mm. spectacular. What a fucking trailer. Holy shit. What a trailer. The fucking, they do. It's it's that dude, right? Uh, Floppy Ragdoll, who came up through the community making his own custom trailers, and they did a fucking spectacular job with this one. It's fucking awesome. Hmm. Um, like an Aussie dude, Floppy Ragdoll is. Um, hmm. yeah, or maybe a Kiwi. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, this trailer's fucking phenomenal. If you haven't watched it, you gotta go fucking watch it. Uh, the, just the sense of scale and the fucking hairy combat and everything that's going on in it is something else. I'm excited. Mm. I am very excited for Battlefield 2042. Uh, I didn't like this trailer. I, um, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the podcast. That's our last episode. We're fucking, we're finished. Okay. Uh, how many episodes we make it? 570. It's been a good run, but uh, I can't talk to this man anymore. I've had enough. Okay. First it was fucking Outriders. Now you don't like this trailer. I've had enough. I've, I'm done. I'm done. Just explain yourself. Explain yourself. 
I think that was a maybe a bad map to show, but also I'm now super worried about if they're showing this map as their reveal. I think that if you go back and watch that trailer... It, I've watched it a dozen times, but go on. It, like, where is the cover? And, and like, where is... It just seems so empty when you when when they're showing off this uh, urban jungle, but it's covered in like sand. It's just it, it's so open and bare. Um, when I look at the maps that were in Battlefield Five, and you know, there, there's I think there's such detailed and awesome maps, and there's there's a lot of uh, places for players to to hide and get behind cover and that sort of thing. Whereas here, it's just so open and. I'm just worried about like the map design from a, a a player's perspective. It looks like it's pretty cool for tanks and and helicopters and that sort of thing. But as a player, I like I don't want to just be running out in the open getting fucking sniped all the time. And that's why I'm worried about what I've seen here. It just I, looks super barren. I think uh, that uh, a lot of the like I think it's because it's a it's a two tone map right it's a it's a map of two like tails right you've got mm. the the stadium portion the stadium half which is very much as you were saying uh quite open quite vehicle heavy uh but then uh i think the urban stuff will absolutely have everything an infantry person uh could want out of enough cover and like I I, I don't know I've uh, I, I think the the building fighting stuff had plenty of cover and stuff like that um, and you don't need a lot of cover in uh, in a battlefield game right like you just need enough to pop a heal real quick so mm. that you can live long enough um, yeah to continue on so yeah I don't know. I, I guess think we'll that's, a, that's a fair criticism, but yeah. I'm just super worried about every time I saw footage of people running around, it just seems so empty as to like they're running up a hill or down a street and there's just nothing around them at all. Like um, there, there was some stuff later on in that trailer that I thought looked more interesting with like the, the big, I, I don't remember the map names, but like the giant ship in the middle of the the area um it seemed like there's a bunch of stuff going on there i just i thought well, that's that- the thing is right we didn't see a lot of like we couldn't there was hudless gameplay so we didn't see objectives whether they were close to objectives mm. and like battlefield has always had like these empty runs a lot of the time like if you think back to like classic battlefield maps there are these empty runs but there's not supposed to be combat in those areas, like it's those those are areas where the combat, if it happens, is supposed to, you're supposed to be well. I got fucking caught out. I guess I I die now, as opposed yeah. to like yeah. I I think it feels more like when you're in on an objective is when you'll be on a building or be in that stadium or something like that where you'll have cover. And the way that they're talking about the way objectives will work, you'll have multi-stage objectives. You won't be just capping A, B, C, D, and E. You'll be capping A, B1, B2, C1, C2, C3, D2, D1, E, that sort of thing to cap everything, to cap every section now, as opposed to the 
cap A, cap B, cap C. You know, it's it's no longer this hyper linear, uh, linear, um, hyper focused single point objective that you need to cap. There's a lot of extra shit going on that I think changes the way we will interpret these like these combat zones and i don't think i think those areas in particular where you're running over a fucking sand dune or some shit i think that's not combat area that's not like that's that's not supposed to be a combat engagement area i think we will be taking fights in the streets on the buildings in the buildings and stuff like that as opposed to Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the wide open areas. Because, yeah, you definitely saw that a bunch in, like, you know, fucking Wake Islands. You start on a, on a fucking, in the middle of a fucking sea, and good enough helicopters can and did just melted you before you'd even fucking boots on the ground. Like, it was still, it still happens in fucking Battlefield 4 when you're on sea, sea maps. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you need to, like, be aware of that and be aware that yeah you don't have any cover when you're out on on the open ocean right but you don't get melted by snipers all the time it's because mm. of the way they design combat engagements in battlefield that's why i don't i'm not particularly worried but yeah i i think like i don't know like i'm just worried from what i saw you, you go and compare that gameplay reveal to what we saw for like battlefield 5 and it's just such a huge difference. Like that gameplay in five looked much more um, exciting to me as to what was shown here. I was just so, like, I couldn't have been more underwhelmed, I think, when I watched that. I was so disappointed. Uh, but I'm happy to be proved wrong. I mean, I'm hoping that the game is good. I'm just, I'm worried from what I've seen so far. Um, all right, let's move on anyway. Oh, October 22nd, this has a release date for. Um, its usual October release date. So yep. uh, next up, we had uh, 12 Minutes, which is another Xbox Game Pass game. This is... Day one. Uh, this looks interesting. This is um, like a time... Time Sort loop. of time loop game, Puzzle top game. down. Yeah, in a, in a weird... Um, uh, like weird looking style, uh, which I think looks fantastic. Like a single room puzzle as well. Mm-hmm. And it's starring a couple of notable people, James McAvoy, uh, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe as, mm. as voice actors, which is a great cast. Um, from Anna Porna Interactive as well. They've done some, I think, some of the most interesting games uh, in the last published. couple of years. Published. They published, yeah. Published, yeah. Very interesting games. Um, this is by Luis Antonio, I think. Yeah. Yep, yep. that's it. Um. I don't know. Looks cool. I'm definitely keen for this one. Um, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I'm very excited for it. Uh, August 19, it comes out. Um, it's on PC and Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like one that I might just chuck on the TV and play, you know, with my wife. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Should All be right. pretty cool. Um, Psychonauts 2. Mm. This is the Double Fine game. Um, I don't know. I have to play it, I guess. I'm just, I don't have a connection to Psychonauts, so Did I? I guess we'll see what happens with that one. Um, yeah. What else we got here? Some Fallout stuff. Um, Party Animals. There you go. Party Animals. animals. But it's got a release date of 2022, and it 
uh, <clears throat> Heath went on their Discord and found out that 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 release date is the Xbox only release date, and it will actually make mm. it to uh, to PC in twenty twenty one. Although yep. JB thinks that that date will be December 31, 2021, which is a bit rough. Um, I uh, I was very disheartened when I saw 2022. Like my my heart sank because I'm like, just fucking give me the demo back, you cunts. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, I don't, I don't need anything more than a demo. Just let me fucking, I went back and watched that fucking watch some videos that i have of it fuck that game was entertaining it was just funny like the the video uh one of the videos i have is just me and like you can hear me giggling the entire time and that's that's i think the mark of a great game um yeah if you're just giggling that's that's a good party game anyway uh so yeah, 2022, it is coming to Game Pass, uh, but uh, it'll be on PC earlier than that, and I'm about it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Somerville, which is a new game from Jumpship. Um, Jumpship is a new studio created by uh, the co-founder of Playdead, who made games such as Limbo and Inside. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this looks... Uh, our style is very interesting, so I'll leave it at that. Um, sure. Next up was Halo Infinite. They showed off some gameplay, some multiplayer. Um, multiplayer is going to be free to away. play. Free to play multiplayer. Yep. Uh, it looks fucking awesome. Um, I you know I have a soft spot in my heart for Halo multiplayer. Uh, a much harder spot in my heart for Halo's single player campaigns because I've never found found them to be terribly fucking well written um it doesn't look to me like halo infinite is changing any of that uh it's it's still master chief trying to save his google assistant um literally your microsoft computer assistant now because that's called cortana um yeah uh just i just don't have much interest in the campaign but the multiplayer looks fucking phenomenal and it's free to play um and it's cross play between xbox and and pc so you wind up in a situation where like it feels like it's gonna be huge like i've mm-hmm. got people have been waiting for like i think xbox like halo has halo multiplayer has a deep fucking hold a nostalgic hold on uh, what a lot of people want to see but also like the there are some pretty big streamers who got famous playing halo multiplayer uh well like competitively so i think they've got if they can if this game is good like if if it's bad it's going to be everything for a couple of weeks but if this game is good it's going to have a huge tail on it. Um, and yeah, it's going to, we'll have to wait and see how it winds up going. But I love my Halo multiplayer um, mm. from way back in the day. If they can take us back to that, if they can avoid this sort of Warzone pay to win loot box bullshit that they fucking did we with Halo about? 5. 
Um, I love cards. I want cards that you have to buy and then yep. cards level up single use characters. And, yeah. I think it's uh, the best form of pay to win. I'm sorry, honest. I didn't realise it was so so revered. No, um yeah. Uh, if they can avoid like horse shit, if they can avoid doing fucking garbage anti consumer garbage, if they just make a really great multiplayer game, they're gonna fucking own the conversation they may even like they won't beat multi battlefield for me but they may even beat battlefield for some people and that's going to be a mm. big fucking deal um yep so yeah i'm i'm fucking well amped and there's loads out there uh for people to check out halo infinite so uh it's definitely worth having a squeeze multiply yep. yeah uh december 2021 it's coming out so that's cool yep i'm cool. pumped um, a Plague's Tale Requiem, the follow-up to A Plague's Tale Innocence. Um, this is coming out on Game Pass as well, which is cool, and, and other consoles, but Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. Shredders, which is a snowboarding game coming out on Game Pass. Uh, could be cool. I don't know. Yeah, it looks pretty it looks, cool. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't look as arcadey as other snowboarding games. It looks a bit more yeah. simulator. Um uh, next up was Atomic Heart coming to Game Pass. This game, every time I see it, it gets like more crazy and wilder. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very like weird Bioshock esque game, but made by a Russian studio. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm in for it. <clears throat> I'm interested. So, Still no release date though, and hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's getting into the sort of territory where you just sort of slot it away and stop paying attention because yeah, who knows when, like at this point, it's never going to come out, right? Yeah. Um, replaced, which is a uh, 2D side-scrolling, like a noir cyberpunk-esque thriller, futuristic yep. thing. I don't know, man, what it is, but it looks awesome. <laughs> so I'm... It looks really yeah, like I love the on. fucking art style and the um the trailer I thought had like really fucking it was pretty early when I was watching and uh this got me to sit up and pay more attention. So that yeah. was pretty good. Um yeah. It's a good trailer. Uh, Age of definitely. Oh wait. I've skipped forward. Um uh grounded, they shut off some more grounded updates. That's something we'll oh, yeah. to get back into at some stage. The ascent. Um, I don't remember this one. Do you remember it? Uh, no, I don't. No. Oh, this was a um, action RPG, maybe it looks like. Oh, was this anyway. from the people who made, um, what was that? Like Redeemer, was it? Maybe? Um, I don't super remember. Neon uh, Giant. They have made The Ascent. <laughs> excellent so good yeah. great uh yeah no i don't really remember this one no. must have fallen asleep um yeah age of empires 4 you the age of empires man what did you think uh i'm amped uh who doesn't want more fucking age of empires this, like mm-hmm. it looks fucking rad this was not what i thought was a very good trailer until like the fucking back half of it but like i was sort of like I was saying before, I was playing Astalon and uh, and watching on the side, and I was yeah. sort of like, it was these weird fucking, I don't know, 
I don't know what you call them, cutscenes, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, of statues or some shit. I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity to fucking deal with this shit at the moment. And then suddenly, like, fucking all these, these like, little dudes are running on the screen. I'm like, oh, my God. It's Age of yeah. Empires. I thought it was going to be like, uh, do you remember Caesar, the old game? Um, <laughs> I thought it looked a bit like Caesar. that, like Caesar oh. Yeah, right. The was that the city building one or the city building gang? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been disappointing. Um, <laughs> no, this looks fucking rad. I'm uh, I'm yep. excited. And uh, day one, Game Pass, game pass right? Uh, yep. Another another Game Pass game, The Outer Worlds Two official announcement. Um, mm. Interesting trailer. They took the piss out of themselves um, yep. talking about like games oh, yeah. that are still in the design phase that. All they have is a logo and is yeah. a two-minute trailer. Uh, very, very well done, which I'll bring up in a minute. Um, Forza Horizon 5, we've got a release date for that. November 9th this year. Game Pass game set in um, Mexico, uh, which looks awesome. Looks really good. It does. Forza Horizon looks f- fantastic. It's great. Yeah. Um, it was, I felt like they showed a lot uh of content if not a lot of information in this uh in this video it felt like it maybe mm-hmm. went on a little too long um but yeah you just you got to see fucking loads and it looks gorgeous uh yeah. so yeah i think they did a really good job uh with with this and you can preload it on your xbox now for some reason which is pretty fucking weird are you saying the game's done like I'm. I'm not saying it. They are. They're saying that you can literally yeah. preload it right fucking now. Um, it doesn't come out till November nine. But yeah, that's weird. It yeah. is weird. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the Outer Worlds too. So they did this giant trailer talking about game companies that release trailers when they don't have anything to show, mm. and so Xbox ended on Redfall. <laughs> a new game from Arcane Studios, which was a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I, 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 a lot of people were amped about this, and I'm definitely excited, but a lot of people were very excited. And we talked about this last week with the like the call, um, the Battlefield reveal, right? Like, I want to see some gameplay or something yeah. like that. I think we're in this stage now where I want to see gameplay. And, um, 100%. Uh, I'm... Yeah. I'm intrigued and excited it's arcane so tie me up yeah. uh mm. it looks like a probably a you know another four player horde mode for dead with yeah. vampires yeah um and i'd love to see arcane's take on that uh but yeah mm-hmm. I, I need to see a lot more than what they showed before i can get on the hype train i need to see you know a fantastic trailer like battlefield 2042's gameplay reveal trailer which was fantastic <laughs> Um, do you like? Are you are you all about that sand or something? Is that what it is? Does sand get you jazzed? Do you not like sand? Is it because it's coarse? Sand is bad and gets in. Nobody likes sand. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought this was an odd one to finish on. I like, it's it wasn't the sort of game where you would go, oh, and one more thing, right? Uh, you can't really Columbo with a cinematic trailer 
for an IP nobody's ever heard of before? Like, why would you cram Halo Infinite in the middle of everything? Why wouldn't you go, oh, and one more thing, and then fucking however many fucking minutes are, like, five minutes of fucking Halo shit? Why wouldn't you do that? That doesn't make mm. like Or do it with Forza Horizon 5, right? Like, yeah. I don't think... I personally wouldn't have wanted them to end on Forza Horizon 5, but, like, it could have could have fucking slammed it could have been a fucking big one or yeah like any of their big fucking ips like i'm not i'm not trying to fucking shit on redfall i'm just saying like that's how the stinger goes that's how you fucking sting with the with the the thing that makes people go oh what no way like and maybe like the that's they what- do it with cyberpunk right back a couple of years back like uh we're you know thanks everyone for coming and watching this and then all of a sudden the stadium goes like red the the, the lights cut out and then bam cyberpunk comes on like that is how you yeah how you do it right yeah and like yeah something people are, like it has to have a degree of anticipation already for it to have that like momentum i just don't yeah i think redfall felt more like if you were if you were going to give it pride of place, you would open with Redfall and then close with Starfield, right? It just felt like they had it backwards. But like this is nitpicking, obviously, because yeah, yeah. Microsoft fucking knocked it out of the park on this one. Uh, they fucking killed it. The Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought they fucking killed it, but yeah. I think I'm seeing a lot of articles about how like um, Xbox has like the Game Pass has paid off, and I I don't think that's right. I think it it, it will pay off. It hasn't paid off yet. Yeah. Uh, Xbox still don't have any first party games out. I think in the next two years, Sony's going to have some problems. But at this stage, mm. Sony's still the one putting games out. Um, that are high caliber games and so yeah uh, Sony is going to have a problem eventually but at yep. this point I don't think Microsoft has won at all uh, they've still got a ways out to put a bunch of these like Redfall is not coming out anytime soon yeah um, Starfield's so, ages off uh, yeah exactly yeah 100% yeah anyway I think they did an awesome job um, yeah and uh get game pass uh yes. next up was square enix showed some games um i guess the big one out of here that i can see marvel's guardians of the galaxy which is a single player story-based game uh set in the world of the guardians of the galaxy from the comics not the movies you bastards um i so did not like what i saw all this game yeah, I think it looks kind of um, bland, like the combat. Yeah. There's some stuff about the combat that I thought was interesting, like the combo system. Yeah. Um, Although hearing but- what's his face, the, the guy yell, Groot, you take over! Now, Rocket! And you're like, fucking shut the fuck up, cunt. You don't need to fucking yell every single time. Just fucking Christ. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I um, but I, I think just- the... I don't know. People going wild for this thing, and I'm just like, am I getting too old and cynical? Like, what is happening? Mm. Uh, also, um, wasn't the last Marvel game from Square Enix? 
uh, not fantastic. I mean, the, the single player stuff was good. The <laughs> but they jammed in a bunch of this uh, live service crap in there. So yeah, maybe this one will be a bit tighter. Uh, I mean, it's a tomb. It's the Tomb Raider team, right? So right could be promising. Yeah, we'll see. I thought Hitman Sniper looked pretty cool. That was my mm. pick for the Square Enix one. Uh, didn't really get any idea of what the fuck it would involve, unfortunately, but yeah. I just really want a sniper game that is good. So, Is this set in the same universe as Hitman or not? It can't be, right? Because they're not, Square doesn't own Hitman. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's Does Square odd. own Hitman? No. Maybe they don't. They don't. Think so. Maybe they own they Hitman Sniper, right? Because they published yeah. the, maybe that was the trade. You can have Hitman Sniper and we'll have Hitman. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. At least we'll keep the name. Um, they showed a bunch of Final Fantasy stuff. Did anything here stand out for you apart from the uh, what game? stood out to me was how little I care about Final Fantasy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Did um, they announce a new Final Fantasy game? They announced new DLC for Final Fantasy Origin. VII. They announced Origin. That's right. Um, which we talked about uh before. So there you go. Yeah, we, we, it was rumored, remember? We've, uh, Final Fantasy Origin, it was uh, Elite. No. <laughs> what do you do while we're talking? Uh, I mostly rewatched the Battlefield 2042 gameplay reveal trailer. Uh, oh. Yeah. This is the Team Ninja game that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Okay, yeah. yeah. I do remember this. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I still don't All care. right. Anything else at the um, Square Enix thing that you thought was interesting? Uh, no, absolutely not. Okay. Anything from the PC gaming show that you thought was interesting? I'll tell you what I thought was interesting. Why they decided to go with that particular um, weird uh, presentation style. Because I thought they were going... Yeah, it made me want to die. It seemed like they were trying to do what Devolver does. Well, that right? makes me desperately sad. Because usually it's day nine sitting really behind a desk interviewing it. people. But this year was more like a story behind it. Yeah. Um, Highlights included baiting me into watching because Gabe Newell was on, and then all he did was announce the game, uh, the demo festival. Um, uh, I guess Chernobylites looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, also looks a little bit shitty. Like mm-hmm. the storytelling stuff looks really. It looks almost like it's from that those simulator games I was talking about. Oh. Uh, and then the actual gameplay looks really good. Not at all like those simulator games I was talking about. Um, what was Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song? Because I wrote down, I wrote down in my notes, what even is this? So, like, I don't have know. they just There's given too up many on Bloodlines 2? <laughs> I just don't understand. Um, so I saw some screenshots on it and it's a third person action game I think okay. or something it's a third person game right um, okay is that just one of those like 
IPs you can sort of just make your own game at this point? Like, like, uh, like Sherlock Holmes? Or, or Warhammer. Yeah. Right? Like, they just give them out? Yeah. It's like, well, when yeah, you get your fuck. game developer uh, license, they're like, here's the IP to, to Warhammer and Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade. Here's, uh, here's a basket with, with just some grapes in there, some cheese, and here's an IP for Vampire <laughs> and Warhammer, and... Oh, and a bottle of wine so that you can think up some ideas on how to sloppily make a Warhammer game. Yeah. Um, oh, you picked the Sonic card. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. What else was there? Jeez. Uh, Jeez, eh? Not, not a lot. Icarus. I'm still fucking amped for Icarus. Icarus is looking, soon. huh? It's out soon. It's coming out soon. Yeah, and it's looking more and more like first-person Valheim every every time I see it, which mm-hmm. I'm into. I'm well into. Uh, yeah, that looks like a fucking great idea. I'm going to continue to try to get Dean to come on this podcast. Uh, yeah. And now that E3 is over. Maybe he will have time, although now that he only has two months until his game comes out, maybe he will not. So uh, we'll have to sit, wait and see. But that is the plan. Maybe after it comes uh, out. They were very receptive to having to Dean coming on this podcast when I first brought it up with them. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. That is mm. the plan. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, yeah, uh, all, all I could think of is, oh, my God. This is the worst presentation style I've ever seen. Please make it stop. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. But yeah. Yeah. If it worked for some uh, people, did- then it worked for some people. Huh? Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Should we jump over to Nintendo now? Was that the next major um, one, I feel like? There was the Future Games show, but I don't recall. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I don't recall there being anything particularly interesting in it. Severed Steel. Um, mm-hmm. there's, is one of the, is it's available on the, on the, in the demo thing on Steam at the moment, but that's about it. Um, Nintendo, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> you didn't, didn't watch it? <laughs> I figured I will watch it once it's done and I'll just watch the things that I think are interesting. Just and watch it turns the- out. That was like two things, so yeah. Only two. What were the two? I watched Zelda, and maybe it was one. What? That's pretty rough. That is pretty yeah. rough. I think it was one. Sorry. Good lord. Uh, they had more sparks of hope. Okay. You apparently love sparks of hope. Mario plus yep. rabbits. They had more of what that. What else was there? They had actual gameplay of Mario plus rabbits. Yeah. Um, what, what what new games did they have there? They had WarioWare, Get It Together. Okay. Uh, I'm excited for that. Have you played WarioWare? Uh, Yes, back in the day. Those games are fucking phenomenal. Okay? So get excited, okay? Stop sounding so fucking jaded, okay? And get excited for WarioWare. Um, What else was there that I was excited about? Um, Metroid Dread, uh, having just played... Uh, an entire 16 hours of fucking Metroidvania in um, yep. that was in the a weekend. Uh, yeah, I was pretty excited for Metroid Dread. Um, yeah, 
Mario Party superstars. I've never played a good Mario Party. I've never enjoyed a Mario Party game, so I don't give a fuck about that. Um, yeah, I don't think there was anything else. Hmm. Legend yeah. of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 was what they ended on. Yes. That's how you fucking end a presentation, Xbox, with motherfucking Breath of the Wild 2 with actually what looked like a fair amount of uh i mean it may have been pre-rendered they didn't say it, it was or wasn't uh but yeah it looked like gameplay looked like gameplay played using the uh the uh, wii u emulator <laughs> or the rendered at 4k <laughs> yeah uh rendered at 4k and actually looking good and running at a reasonable frame rate um but yeah uh, that looks that looks pretty fucking cool. I'm about it. Looks like it's gonna be yep. in two different time frames and um so you know, you'll switch forward and backwards in time, which is, you know Zelda's had some success with that in the past. Uh maybe you'll get some sort of ocarina. Um Yeah, I thought it looked fucking cool, to be honest. Um I'm excited. Uh on the on the flip side. Um why would I need to play Breath of the Wild 2 when I will be playing From Software's Breath of the Wild version uh, game, Elden Ring, written by George R. R. Martin? So it won't even have the world's worst storytelling and some fucking voice actor calling in being Zelda and being like, Link, you must save me. The blood moon comes. And like, oh my God. I know. Okay. I fucking I know. know. The Blood Moon is here. You do not have to tell... This is why Batman won't go down on you, Zelda. Because the Blood Moon has arrived. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. There you go. That was E3 slash Summer Games <laughs> Fest. Is that what we're ending on? <laughs> yeah, the Blood Moon. The Blood um, Moon. Job's crash joke. that stood out to you that you surprised you didn't see? Uh... Surprised I didn't see. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, oh, uh, one thing we didn't mention, uh, which uh, was actually in uh, one of the overdrawn, too long uh, PC gaming or future game shows. I can't remember which one it was in. Mm-hmm. Crossfire Legion um, from Prime Matter. I just wanted to call this one out. So I had so much trouble remembering what it was and then I went and looked into it a bit more. Uh, but it's basically, okay, you got to put this one on your fucking list, okay? Uh, we saw fuck all of it. Uh, it was basically just another one of those announcements uh, that they're making it. Uh, but um, you got to put it on your list. It looks like StarCraft colon Generals, mm-hmm. aka Command and Conquer Generals. Starcraft, or it's either that, or it is Dawn of War: Colon Wings of Liberty, because it, it to me it looked like it's either Command and Conquer Generals in a sci-fi setting, or it's uh it's Warhammer 40k Dawn of War, but with Starcraft sensibilities. I couldn't really mm. nail down which of those two it was, but I'm excited. Either way, I'm excited. Uh, so yeah. Keep that one on your fucking, on your list, in your mind, because it looks rad. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything in particular. I'm, I feel like we should have seen, but we didn't. Uh, mm. What are you thinking? Was Did you have something in mind? Oh, not, not big stuff. Like the... For me, like the Warner Brothers stuff was really weird. Like none of their games were there. The Suicide True. Squad game, Gotham yeah. Knights, um, the Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Is it Legacy? I think it's called. Um, sure. Just completely absent. All they showed was that Back for Blood presentation. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I feel like it was missing. Oh, man. No Call of Duty this year. Usually we sort of see that thing at... at xbox right but that's sort of yeah the, um, usually they've announced it at their own thing before before yeah. like they show it they show more at um at e3 but they usually show it for the first time at their own thing and clearly they haven't yeah yeah um oh the one that i was thinking of because we talked about it last week, that uh, Marvel XCOM game. Uh, obviously, that is not ready to be shown yet. Um, but I guess that still has leaked somehow. But there, yeah, there's just a couple of things there that I was just surprised we didn't hear about or or, or at least um, get a glimpse of. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still the the Gamescom stuff coming up. Sure, Gilly is running that. We got yeah. Uh, game of the year awards at the end of the year another six months so i guess there's like three month increments of stuff that we could see a few more things um anyway overall some good games we've seen uh i have no idea why i had to sign up for an e3 website i still don't know why (laughs) i I didn't do it so you everyone had to design like an avatar for your picture and right. everyone, I think 98% of people took it seriously. Like oh. pictures with like fucking doing all their hair. My character looks ridiculous. It's got like oh, yeah. long hair with a giant mustache, uh, like <laughs> straight long hair, like giant red eyes and like a yellow shirt with purple background lights flashing and looks dumb. Anyway, I don't know why we have signed up for it. I didn't get anything out of that stupid site, so... Thank you, E3, for wasting my time. Um, <laughs> at least it's so dumb. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought, yeah, some good good stuff coming out. Interesting couple of months ahead of yeah. us. Um, you know, I, I'm sure they'll probably learn a lot about this one and we'll see a very different type of E3 next year, whether or not... I mean, it has to go back to in-game. Um, but how do you do, like, a hybrid sort of event because they did a, a bunch of like here's a here's his conferences and uh you know people talking about these different aspects of the industry they're focused on like esports and and that sort of thing and i think um <clears throat> like that sort of stuff can be done on the the floor of e3 yeah um while streaming it as well like you've got to sort of take that uh mentality of of what like a pax has done but have it be online as well yeah um like panel focused and and that so yeah it's going to be an interesting next year to see how they they take it because i just was not interested in in a lot of the stuff that they um had online this year i just yeah thought it was kind of 
bland and boring but in the past they've done some really cool stuff obviously jeff Keeley was running a bunch of that as well so yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard to say mm. uh, anyway um any other final thoughts about the week no i don't think so um yeah not a great a3 i think um that's about it that's about all i cool. got yeah all right have we got any um questions questions well, i, I believe with? we do let me have a squiz we do have a question baz baz writes g'day fellas love the show xbox is quickly becoming the netflix of games do you think sony will pull their finger out soon and follow suit unfortunately if so this also means eb games will end up like blockbuster and looking even further forward in years to come, it may create a scenario that we are already starting to see where Sony and Microsoft will own lots of game studios. Do you think this will benefit the industry overall? Also, if Microsoft sort out the issues with Game Pass on PC, mods, installing, etc., Steam may have to bring out something similar to prevent itself from just becoming a launcher for Dota and CSGO. Mm -hmm. That's a... Uh, couple of questions but that's good stuff uh, let's start with the first one will sony pull out their finger and follow suit with a subscription service what do you think luke hmm. i think i think sony's biggest issue is that microsoft snapped up a lot of studios um yeah and i don't think sony has as many under their belt and so if they do something like that it's going to be have to like they're going to have to get on the third party track or like indies and and that sort of stuff um which e i think they've done traditionally quite well yeah yeah like start snapping up like uh blue point or like drive from software or something like that like go go somewhere crazy um but yeah i think it's inevitable like they have to have something we i think there's been rumors around that they are doing something like that and um uh, yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we see it at some stage it just seems like the the way it needs to go it's at some point yeah i don't know if it needs to go that way but i think it inevitably will um I, you know there must be uh some complex accounting going on uh at microsoft that shows them that the model is worth it inevitably um it's a question of yeah uh when and i think sony is is trying to is waiting to see how they can do this in a way uh that that a they can get away with right because they don't like the thing about sony is that like they can get 130 fucking dollars for ratchet and clank or whatever the fuck right uh or her or what you pay for yeah you pay for like you pay however much a month for a sony pass or for a playstation pass and then what you get significantly less i understand the the challenge in the accounting uh department there to to make it work right i i can understand the apprehension the the xbox has had the the insane luxury of having nothing for a long time um none, none of these triple a giant must-have titles uh they haven't had like a giant exclusive 
the fucking slap your mama must have game for ye- years right and so why not do a fucking subscription right they they get passive income out of that whereas mm. like sony's had the game of the year like multiple times in the last five years or if not the mm. game of the year like a lot of people's game of the year not the gaps yeah. game of the year maybe because uh, we're a bit more and, and competing with itself as well for that title but yeah it has repeatedly competed with itself for the title of the game of the year um yeah we're a bit more discerning we prefer warzone which we then stop playing a month after we announced it being game of the year um no uh yeah they've had the game of the the that is the game to own right that year in a lot of people's mind if you can buy one game a year it's god of war it's the last of us part two it's spider-man right and so they are in the tricky position of of having to look at that and then go well what if we were to let everyone who paid 10 bucks a month have it and the question is, well, what if they cancel the subscription after a month? Because the game only, you know, you can finish the game in two weeks. And I can understand why they're apprehensive, but they will, I think, have to bite the bullet eventually because, yeah. Or the alternative, the alternative is uh, they allow Xbox to have Game Pass on PlayStation. All right, I don't know if you saw this semi-breaking news, but uh, the uh, you'll be able to play X Cloud on uh, on the Xbox One, so you can play Series X games on the Xbox One starting I think next month, which is fucking phenomenal, right? Because you'll be able to play, provided your internet connection is up to it, you'll be able to play fucking spectacular games uh, on your Xbox One which is awesome on on hardware you've already got that's amazing right and if they would allow xcloud and take a a percentage mm-hmm. right then microsoft still gets the, they get to wet their beak and sony gets to wet their beak they provide a platform and they can they still have a platform for their blockbuster must have titles that they can charge way too fucking much for i'm not kidding 125 dollars for a new fucker a new release game is idiotic and i hate it um it's way too much it's it goes too far in my opinion mm. um and so i understand why they, they can't just flip around and be like well give us 10 bucks a month because they're already getting so fucking much out of people that's my opinion yeah. um that's the only way i think they can avoid going down that route and remaining a a blockbuster only platform but i don't think it happens i do not think they do it uh i think that inevitably we will see a playstation pass Hmm. second question it could be the thing that gets bundled with like what they've got at the moment with like playstation plus um you know like it's part of the online experience sort of similar to what xbox has done with like you don't need xbox live anymore you can buy this whole bundle thing and it's it's all the stuff so yeah i don't know yeah true 
Um, question. Looking even further forward in years to come. Oh, sorry. Uh, it does mean EB Games will end up like Blockbuster. I think EB Games has already pivoted pretty well into being a pop culture uh, store as opposed to a game store. So they'll probably get away with it. You know, Blockbuster held on to, oh, we rent videotapes for way too fucking, like way longer than they probably should have. Um, <laughs> yeah. When they should have transitioned into being a HMV or a Sanity or whatever the fuck. Even those never, never like never wound up lasting. A JB Hi-Fi mm. perhaps. Um, looking further forward in, in years to come, uh, may create a scenario that we are already seeing uh, where Sony and Microsoft will own lots of game studios. Will this benefit the industry overall? Uh, mm-hmm. The industry? Probably. The consumer? Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if they wind up... if. If every if most developers wind up being double A, most of the you know the already double A uh, developers wind up being double A first party developers. Um, what we wind up seeing is, I think, we'll wind up seeing more of what we've already seen with the television situation, where you've got like t- too many fucking too many subscriptions that you need to keep track of, and you're like, oh well, I got to get my fucking I got to have Disney for Loki, and I got to have netflix for so i can watch tenet again work out what the fuck was going on in that and then i gotta have you know stand tv and i gotta have apple tv and yeah um yeah it's uh it's like inevitably will wind up being anti-consumer but i do not think um i I do not think that it will come to that for a little while yet microsoft certainly going to continue to buy because that appears to be a strategy that is working for them but um i think they'll they'll wind back a little now i think the bethesda either that or game pass goes up in price it's huge it'll i think game pass goes up in price at some stage oh that's definitely gonna happen that is definitely gonna happen but we don't know what their tipping point is for when they feel like they've got enough $130 a month (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fuck that would that'd be hilarious uh yeah uh and if microsoft sort out the issues with game pass on pc mods installing etc steam may have to bring out something similar to prevent itself from just being a launcher for dota and CSGO. and see this is where the nightmare kicks off right if steam were to do something like that and i'm not convinced that they will because they are pretty firmly uh like as a business philosophy they have a firm pro-consumer stance just because gabe dearly believes that consumers will pay more if they're being treated well um so i don't know that they ever will do this uh but it is a it's a pretty strong point and i think we will know that Microsoft are doing something better with the fucking store as early as before the end of this fucking month, maybe next week, even oh. when they announce Windows 11. Uh, I've heard rumors that they're fixing this shit. Uh, yeah. People have watched my that, that video I made about how it's the Windows Mate, Store is holding Game Pass back. Bill, Bill watched huh? it. Bill, yeah, Bill watched it. Mr. Gates is what I call him. Um, <laughs> But yeah, what no, about, people have, have watched what it. What about Bulma? Did he watch it? Uh, no, he's, he's too busy 
shitting things up boys. on the sideline. <laughs> um, lamenting the fact that Kyrie's fucking hurt. Did you see this shit? I woke up this morning, right? Yeah, what the fuck? Chris Paul's got COVID? No, COVID protocol. Someone he, he was with probably had it. Maybe well, he's like, got it. It was legit like when fucking Troy comes back to the pizzas and everything's on fire. That's what waking up this morning and reading the basketball news was like. I'm like, what the fuck has happened here? This is insane. Like, mm. it's just all gone to shit. It was already, it already went to shit when Mr. Glass couldn't fucking play for the Lakers in the fucking uh, first round. But fucking Kyrie, uh, James Harden, like it's quite the quite the list of Jamal heavy Murray. duty injuries. Yeah, fuck Embiid. me, man. Like Christ, what a um, Yeah, the, the uh, I, th- I think Valve or Steam could do a like a pass, yeah, on their thing. But it's not like hey, you pay this much and you get all the games like like an opt-in service like they actually go out and start doing like sort of what game pass is and like hey this month these games are being added to the steam game pass and these ones are being removed like this rotating thing of games in there i think that'd absolutely take off they've got a huge selection of games they could put in there and, and the amount of indie games they could grab to be like all right chucking all these things in there like apple does it the same sort of way um it, it must be on their radar like it it's not something they haven't thought about yeah yeah that's fair that's a good point yeah um was there anything else in that question I... uh that was it great questions yeah baz oh thanks for writing in that was it Bang on three hours. Okay. Um, that yeah, is the show. Good. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get your podcast from. We're under the Gap or the GA podcast. Uh, please rate and review the show. You have a moment. It helps other people find us. Uh, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can go to our Discord page, the GA podcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, leave questions like Baz did, or just... Uh, chat to people in general in the general chat jump into the voice channels playing games um all sorts of fun things going on in there you can also go to our youtube page thegapodcast.com slash youtube watch the podcast in video format if you want to you don't have to you can listen to it and just have it on the background uh very true you can also go to our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all of those things we just talked about including past episodes of the show featured content things like that um that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support our website, the podcast, keeps things running. Uh, if you would like to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast, become a recurring member, a subscriber, patron, patron. Hey, oh, it's the it's the gap pass. <laughs> the gap pass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get one free job a month. Um, <laughs> get the podcast a little bit early on the days that we can do it when we're not under an embargo. Um, yep. so thank you to everyone that does that we greatly appreciate your support only only like uh, 10,000 10, patrons away from passing the new um, what is their podcast called Never Neverland <laughs> the new Neverland giant the, new oh, giant the, the giant bomb guys yeah next lander um, that's it 
who are, who are currently at eleven thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. So that is insane. Well that's fucking that. crazy. Yeah, that's fucking yep. amazing. Um, so there you go. Uh, anything you'd like to talk about? You've been working on for this week, or uh, I believe you can actually go it? to ign.com and see the videos I created about the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, like uh, things you need to know before getting into it, and uh, uh, what Blackwood's all about. You can go have a look at those uh, now. Uh, they're up. They actually went up um, after we recorded the podcast last week, and I they just didn't tell me. I think they were up before we recorded the podcast last week, and they just didn't tell me. Uh, but nice. yeah, you can go check them out. You'll have to fucking dig deep though, because it's fucking E three, so it will be buried but go have a look um i think they're pretty good videos in the at the end so um yeah awesome yep uh you can find me twitter.com slash luke laurie l-a-w-r-i-e um or you, you can go to my youtube page this week i guess uh youtube.com slash channel is that how it works slash luke laurie i don't know I think is that how slash, you it? slash luke laurie oh that should work. Okay. Uh, it doesn't if work. If you've set it, if you've set that to like as your channel name, you're going to uh, set okay. that as your channel I don't know what my channel name is. Well, go um, set it as your channel name, you fucking dork. <laughs> anyway, you can go do that. I, had, I, had a, I put a Dead by Daylight video up. Nice. Um, recently, that's just past like 70,000. So you can go watch that if you want to. Um, otherwise, just go to my Twitter page where I don't post. But that is it for this week. Yep. What do you think we're talking about next week? Uh, Ratchet, Clank, Steam demos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, more, what do you think? More things to come. come. Anything Anything you've got? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's one game. There's one game that we're going to talk about we can't talk about yet. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. Oh, my Lord. We are going to talk about it. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that is it. Thanks everyone for listening. Hope you had a good E3. Uh, leave us your thoughts. Tell us what your favorite games were. What yep. did you think was boring? Maybe Battlefield? Too much sand? I don't know. Let yeah. me know. How do you? Um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye.